guys. Welcome to another episode of Open Your Toys Cast. Number 58, baby. Yeah. The, the, not official, but the pre-Comic-Con show, like literally right before Comic-Con. Yeah. As in, we're running around harried. Crazy. Grumpy. Actually, not we're anymore. pretty excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited because while if I choose to, I'll have a busy schedule or I will just have a lax schedule. It all depends on how much energy I feel like having standing in line. Exactly. Yeah, so we've got all our schedules figured out. We've got our exclusives figured out. So, yeah, we're more prepared than we've ever been. I have never had a schedule before. Well, no, last year I put you together did. a schedule before Comic-Con. Usually I just wait till we get there and I Wednesday night, I look at what I'm going to yeah. do. But last year, last year I was on point with my schedule where <laughs> you did. I you put it into my lock. Google Calendar. Like every hour, I was getting an email. Oh, you've got mail! Yay! Oh, look, <laughs> it's, it's another panel. panel I'm missing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is the official podcast of OpenYourToys.com, the site dedicated to the four greatest action figure franchises of the '80s and, and all time. time. And those are? Star Wars. G.I. Joe. Transformers. Masters of the Universe. <laughs> God damn it. I always make sure I leave that one for last. That one always gets you. Because we just call it He-Man in this house. <laughs> but fans don't like it when you call it He-Man. It's not He-Man. Yeah, That's I even a- put that on my uh, discussion board for this last class. Is uh-huh. that... And we do a podcast of the four greatest franchises, and I even put it on there. And I had to sit there. I'm like, Star Wars, Transformers. <laughs> uh, we're a husband and wife team that uh, like to talk toys. I like to give him shit about toys. Yeah. He likes to buy a lot of them. Yeah, I buy a lot. You don't buy any anymore. I'm all sad. I I have to buy you one every once in a while, so I so I uh, it makes it don't fun. feel as bad. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, my name is Slick McFavorite, and I'm Mrs. McFavorite. If you want to hit us up, you can reach us at OpenYourToys.com. You can email me at Slick at OpenYourToys.com. You can reach Mrs. McFavorite at surprise. Mrs. McFavorite at OpenYourToys.com. Uh, and on Twitter, you can follow me at Slick McFavorite. Or you can follow me at Mrs. McFavorite, no underscore bitches. That's right. I'm going to have to say that for the next year. Yeah, and you should <laughs> use the right capitalization. I hate how you use lowercase in everything. Your Gmail's like that. Your Twitter account's like that. Capitalize Whatever. things. It makes it easier to read. It makes it easier to type where you could just be like, (laughs) I guess that's true. (laughs) No shift key involved. We're also on the. He's uh, so fucking picky. (laughs) (laughs) So annoying. We're also on the Facebook. uh, On the Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) You can uh, friend Slick McFavorite at uh, Facebook.com slash open your toys. Or you could like our page at like the show, like the show, which is a fan page. <laughs> I won't ever get this right. I you know. know that. She okay. literally asked me right before we started recording, <laughs> like, "What should I say? Do I say like the like us?" Anyway, uh, <laughs> you can like the show at open your or 
Facebook.com slash Open Your Toys Cast. Yep. And uh, Mrs. McFavorite is, is, she's hardcore. She puts her personal stuff out there for everybody to see. You can uh, friend her at Facebook.com slash Jessica Spiller with one S in the first name and one S in the last name. And it's Spiller, not Stiller. I swear to God, dude. Ever since that fucker got big, everybody spells my name S-T-I-L-L-E-R. I'm like, no, it's S, P as in Paul, as in like someone who spills. S as in Sam, P as in Paul. I-L-L-E-R. Exactly. Uh, And the way we love to hear from you, and we got quite a few this week. Good to see, good to see. Uh, Voicemail, 720-235-TOYS. That's 720-235-8697. Wow, you're putting an extra dose of sexiness on there, huh? Mm-hmm. I'm Mrs. McFavorite, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking, bitch? <laughs> bitch. I am drinking some wonderful tap water out of our refrigerator that needs a new filter. Yeah, no shit. Out of my... Dave and Buster's cup. Yeah, old school water bottle style cup. I love it. It's my Wooby. I just, dude, I can just taste the plastic in it. That's what I, I don't love like. Love it. Love it. You're love just it. so like accustomed to it now. You don't taste it anymore. If you were to fucking stop drinking out of that and start in a year from now, you'd be like, oh my god. No, you should drink the water at my work. I guess that's true. It's all relative. Yeah. Um, and I have actually. One of the best beers I've drank in a long time, so that's pretty good. It is rather tasty. A few shows ago, I had the worst beer I've ever drinking, or drank. I don't know the conjugation of that, I guess. Drank, I think. is Would have drunk. (laughs) I don't know. I didn't have to retake English. (laughs) Um, But this time, I have one of the best tasting beers I've had in a long time. It's uh, Alexander Keese. Nova Scotia style pale ale. It is. It's good. Yeah. It's a very mild flavor, but it's 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 a good flavor. It's mild. It doesn't it doesn't like sit there and go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what I like. Well, it, it's just like uh, it's just like other uh, like the Belgiums and stuff like that. Belgium, Denmark, uh, Germany. I like all of their ales, but. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, let's see. It's uh, made by Keese Brewing Company in St. Louis, Missouri. And it ha- the only thing on it that it has is Veritas Visit. And I have no idea what that means. Oh, my God. I'm not. I, okay. Stab. I know what Veritas means, but I don't. Do you? So what does it mean? I don't. <laughs> like, it sounds familiar. It's like one of those, it's like right on the tip of my tongue. All right, let's go ahead and get into toy news. Moving on. (laughs) Because we do have one hell of a show like we always have. I guess we always have a long show nowadays, but... Yeah, so you need to just shut the fuck up about how long it is. (laughs) Yeah, Jamie's like, well, if you didn't do one once a month, it might be a little short. Let's see. So, first up, con news. Um, And I'm going to go in reverse order here. Uh, We'll leave the Comic Con stuff to last. First up, SlyCon 2011 announced their exclusive Vector Zeta. So, this is another uh, Classics Prime armor set. So, it's looking kind of cool. So, so here's it's a trailer for Prime. Mm hmm. And then it breaks down, 
and adds this. So I like how it's kind of blocky. Now there's a little bit of going on. This is actually a customizers, a customizer. Uh, it, this was done a long time ago. So the thought is, is that they teamed up with this customizer to mass produce this or, you know, do a certain number of them mm -hmm. for their show. Um, but you do get a new head or at least a little new crown to make it look a little bit better. So he didn't have a little prime head on there. He looks pretty badass. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not terribly different from the Anything fans else? project armor. <laughs> yeah. And I guess uh, the drawing looks dope, though. Yeah, I guess what what I was reading, if I understood it correctly, is all this black stuff. Mm -hmm. This is a future upgrade to be coming. This isn't part of this upgrade. I this like you just get piece. this armor. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, and this has that cod piece, so that's kind of interesting. But anyways, so if you're going to Slagacon. And I oh I just called it Slagcon uh, Slagacon 2011. Um, they are taking pre-registrations right now for this, or at least as of the time I did the show notes. Um, the armor will be 175 dollars, so definitely not cheap. Um, TFCon 2011 Stronghold exclusive <laughs> video review by the one and only Pia. Um, this is a repaint of the hothead slash hardhead upgrade kit. Um, so this time they've painted it different. It's meant for the original uh, Universe Onslaught mold, um, purple and black. Uh, I love the robot face on here. I was actually disappointed that I had to get the second revision of the hothead kit. Okay, that I'm sorry. Purple and black, that's teal. The head. The head is oh, purple okay. and black. I mean, I, if I you were that. to see if you were to see this, there is a little bit of purple and black on it, but not much. But the cool thing is, is uh, Repro Labels created a set of stickers mm -hmm. specifically so you can convert your uh, Universe Onslaught to this character, oh. Stronghold. Um, he looks cool. It, I mean, his colors in that picture is great, but it's not purple. Yeah, and what I like about this is is it's not a $200 exclusive. I mean, that set originally went for 30 bucks. Maybe add 5-10 bucks for the repo labels, maybe add 10 bucks for the exclusivity of it, it being a smaller run, you know. So you're talking about a $50 exclusive, yeah, you know, instead of 200 bucks. Um, they also released the schedule for TFCon 2011. So if you're going, we've got links to that. Um, Comic-Con. Comic-Con. With, with two ends is taking place in... Uh, oh, I love this song. I wonder is if taking, that's what... Because uh, Kevin Smith calls it Comic-Con. No, he's actually talking about Comic-Con. He thinks he's being funny. He's oh. actually talking about Comic-Con. Because well, I've had somebody call him out. He's him like, what that. are you? They were like, what are you talking about? He's like, he's like, you know, in San Diego. And they're like, Comic Con? Yeah, Comic Con. See, and the first time I heard him say that, I thought he was making fun of because it was when he was uh, in the middle of filming the one with Bruce Willis and uh, Cop Out. 
Yeah, cop out. A couple of dicks. Yeah, at that point it was a couple of dicks. Or a couple dicks, whatever. Yeah, whatever. It had dicks in the name. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, he was... The way how he was talking and is might have been because I was all drunk, but it sounded like he was talking about Bruce Willis calling it Comic-Con. Oh, maybe I didn't hear that, but mate, so he's doing it almost kind of the same way I do the rocker hands because it kind of started off as a fucking dig on our friends that would always do that. So I just did it making fun of them and now it's like part of my fucking gestures I do. Yeah. <laughs> Considering I've never listened to heavy metal in my life. Well, Until you not, met Jeremy. Not ever. No, actually, uh, the only thing that Jeremy and I kind of have in common in that is I had a friend, uh, Jerry, growing up that he was all about the heavy metal. So he exposed me to gore, L.A. guns, all this kind of like hair metal shit. Um the hardest uh, one of I've my ever first, heard was Slayer. One of my first real big concerts was fucking uh, Slayer, Anthrax, Megadeth, and who was the other? Oh, wow, just nothing real but big, anger the entire yeah, night. dude. And who was the other? Someone else was really big at the time. It wasn't Danzig. But anyways, yeah, that was one of my, you know, because hip-hop concerts are usually small, or at least they were back then. Back then, a hip-hop artist or a hip-hop tour couldn't fill our coliseum, Mm -hmm. you know, it was always like at, you know, little outdoor venues or something. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so, uh, Comic-Con is Stamford, Connecticut, August 27th, if you're around that area. Uh, Mattel has confirmed that they'll be attending PowerCon. So that's awesome. I'm glad to see Val and all of those guys is come their con, mm-hmm. you know, getting that established feel. I mean, it doesn't hurt that fucking Mattel's right there where the con is. It's not like they got to fly across the country. <laughs> but uh, but that's cool. I'm glad that it, it's getting that official feel. Not that it didn't not that it wouldn't have it without Mattel, mm-hmm. but it is nice to see. And they're going to be bringing product with them. So um, it's not too far af- off after Comic-Con, but there'll definitely be some more exclusive reveals there. I can't imagine that there wouldn't be, you know. All right. Comic-Con. So we won't spend Comic-Con, too baby. much time yeah. on this. Um, but, uh, so first up the collector clubs that a lot of people have relied on in the past to get some of the Comic-Con exclusives have officially said that they are not going to be getting any exclusives. So they won't be getting Zoranas. They won't be getting Sky Strikers. They won't be getting Matrix Primes. So that's kind of shitty in my opinion. I mean, that's, that was a nice plus being part of the club, you know, and that's mm-hmm. why I didn't really worry if we ever w- weren't able to make it to a comic con. I'm like, I'm a member of the club. I'd be able to pick it up the next day pretty easily, you know. So all, nope. Yeah. So it's good. At least they let people know in advance, yeah. so people don't rely on that and then don't, you know, because basically, pre if you can't make it, pre sales are the best way to do it. And as much as I 
fucking hate that, that you're literally telling a scalper, yes, buy me this item and I will pay you twice what it costs, you know, before you, before the cons even started. But that usually is the cheapest unless you want to wait a year. In a year, all of these exclusives will be a lot closer to their retail. But if you need to have it now, you want to be one of the cool kids, you know, as soon as the con starts, that's the best time to get it. If you wait a couple days into the con or a day or two after the con, the fucking secondary market value skyrockets and then it drops back down. So about in three or four weeks, you could get it for a lot less. But um, So anyways, uh, the very exciting thing that we learned, again, it's been about a month since we've done a regular show but toys are us toys are us at the entertainment earth booth just like the uh the robot chicken nerd figure that we got they did the uh they did the masterpiece uh grimlock so they're doing it again they've got the masterpiece rodimus they've got the what what? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. I said he'll be getting that. Uh, no, actually not. Just no? like I, I didn't get the Grimlock at the con either. Because here's the thing: all of these exclusives will be at Toys R Us. They're oh, not okay. San Diego. Uh, they're not. Oh, Sega. they're not SDCC exclusives. They're it, just Toys R Us exclusives. Exactly. And okay. as soon as I think exclusive items on sale only at San Diego Comic Con and Toys R Us dot com. So what I've always done is get them from .com because what's really nice now, if you have a Toys R Us in your area, you can do site to store for free shipping. So then I don't have to cart any of this shit around. And the even better thing is, is once the stores get them and you might have a coupon or a per, you know some kind of promotion, buy one, get one 50% off, buy these and you could return your full price one. So you heard it here, folks. Yeah, I won't be buying. The only one I might buy is the DCU Masters two pack because I do not want to miss that. It's fucking Bizarro Superman Mm -hmm. and Faker, which is the fake He Man. Mm -hmm. And it's not only Faker, it's Battle Armor Faker. (gasps) Dude. So is I don't know. I'm not familiar with Bizarro. Is that like the Faker? Superman? Yeah, it's the guy. He's from... So everything's backwards on his planet. So their planet's square instead of round. His S is backwards on his chest. You know, all this kind of stuff. He's really, like, dumb. So he's really Clark Kent, but... Or... No, it doesn't have anything to do with the superhero. He's like he's a bad guy, and Superman's a good guy. Well, and there's all a whole mythos behind okay behind him. But anyway, so I do that's... remember that. Okay, I remember you telling me about that. Before. Yeah. So, uh, and then we get a new Republic Commando action figure set. So this had been talked about for a long time. We have the one from a few, or from maybe five years ago, four years ago. Uh-huh. But it's all old sculpts. And this is fucking, these are brand new, super articulated sculpts of the Republic Commando Delta Squad. Or is it, yeah. I'm like, I always get Delta and Omega. 
And those are really the only ones I'm interested. This Sonic is flocked. Isn't that kind of cool? That is neato. So it's like their regular vinyl ones. Now, some bullshit on this, and, and I haven't seen anything to confirm this, but I was listening to the It Figures. It's the Pop Culture Network uh, uh, audio-only podcast. Uh-huh. And they were saying, so this, and Lino. we didn't even mention it, but they have the classics line, no. So it's it's essentially just like the He-Man figures I collect, but uh-huh. Thundercats, Okay. So these are going to retail for about $15 in the store. They're thinking about 15 to 20 bucks somewhere. This one is $40. Four zero? Yeah, four what? zero. It's more than twice what the regular version of him will Does be. Does he come to life? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's fucking ridiculous. Is it all Indian in the cupboard style? I mean, you, when you consider that this Rodimus... It's probably going to be about 60, 70 bucks. I mean, and it's a huge transformer. It's a fucking, you know, 10 inch transformer. Uh-huh. And this six inch fit, or, well, I guess it, they're eight. Well, inch, what's, the, what's the reason why he's 40? Is it just because he's the. I have one, no or? idea. Because he's the Comic Con exclusive. Well, he comes oh. with extra accessories. You get fucking this little inflation. display stand. You know, you get the long sword and the short sword and the shield. But I can't imagine that the other ones aren't coming with that either. Maybe not the little stand, but... And the stand's cool. I mean, this stand is the one from the cartoon. Like, Uh there's lots of scenes where this stand is holding the short sword and the thing, but... Yeah. Uh So, but these are exciting. I'm just not going to buy them at the con. <laughs> um, so, some some interesting signings, uh, some bigger names at least. The biggest one of all, I guess, for for Star Wars people, Mark Hamill. How much do you think his signature is going to cost? Oh, two hundred bucks. Yeah, that that's close, but it's a hundred, same as it was at C five. Oh, is that what it? Yeah. Uh, a hundred bucks. Jesus. He's fucking, I, dude, after, after what G said? pay it. Yeah. G's paid it twice, I think he said. I think he said he has two s- signatures from Mark Hamill. Yeah. See, after, after that treatment that G got, that Oh, C5, that harried out. Yeah. Where, oh, yeah no, he, it wasn't because he got harried out. It was like, oh, so you're just going to sell this then? I hope you get a lot of money after G was like, no, I'm getting oh, this yeah, for my brother oh, yeah, who's fighting didn't. for our country, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Like he didn't even listen to a, what he yeah, had to say. Yeah, he's like, whatever. I hope you get a lot of money on eBay. Yeah. Fucking dick, dude. Yeah. Um, so we also got Billy D. Williams Billy. and uh, Peter Mayhew. Yay. So those are some of the bigger Star Wars ones, at least. You know, there's lots of Transformers and G.I. Joe artists and masters and contributors to Masters of the Universe. But it's nothing like the stars of, you know, the, ma- the most famous trilogy, in my opinion, of all time, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so... Uh, now let's not go over everything, but let's talk about a little bit. What are what are some of your highlight panels that you're you're wanting to try to make it to at least? Um, if I get <laughs> I break anything, dude. Um, if I 
if I get line mates, I'll be going to the twilight panel. Boomy, yes, I know. Blah. <laughs> um, yeah, save it, Jamie. <laughs> yes, I like Twilight. It's a nice, hot, and sexy story, okay? Of teenagers. Sexual at tension. least now they're finally legal. That's what I'm fucking. I'm like, <laughs> at least you're not lusting after 17 year olds anymore. <laughs> um, so there'll be Twilight. There will be Kevin Smith. Yeah, I didn't see it. Did it's I just miss it? 545 on Friday. Okay, I'll have to go add that to my sketch your sketch um so kevin smith i'll try to hit robot chicken if i feel like it um i don't have it my phone is our music so i don't have my sketch oh yeah well that's what i was saying just highlights <laughs> highlights the biggest one is kevin smith yeah for me um yeah that's pretty much about it huh I know there's, you're. There's I know you're going others. a little panel light this year. I know yeah, you wanted I to mean, try to get some more time in the dealer room, or not the dealer room, the show floor. The 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 show floor and just yeah. I last year wore me the fuck out. That's why I said at the beginning of this, if I have the if I have the energy, I will. What. Turn your mic. You're talking out of the side. Oh, oh I didn't realize that. At you. It's not locked. Sorry. Um, if I had the energy, I'll stand in line for a lot of other things. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, oh, no. The other big thing is uh, Big Bang Theory, which would include Walking Dead because it goes Walking Dead at First 11.15. Thing in the, yeah. No, Walking Dead's at 10, isn't it? No, Walking Dead's at 11.15. Oh, huh. I thought people and were saying And then Big Bang Theory thing. is the next panel after that. So oh, I, okay. um, we'll see how that goes. I might be standing in line at 6 o'clock in the morning for that, depending on what goes on with our ride. Yeah, and I'll be standing in line with her um, because uh, Arnie and Marjorie from Swan are trying to keep the keep the uh fan star wars fan breakfast alive and uh i know the guy we go with it, that was always one of his favorite things was the fan breakfast and i mean again their clout in the community steve sansweet's gonna be there you know i'm yeah. sure some other you know, at least known names are going to so be I there. I thought that was something you had to like pre-sign up for. Like that was a no. Separate... I know. I need to call Mark tonight. Well, it's oh. Swans doing the whole thing. They're like, we just need to know a head count. You have to pay for your own breakfast and all that. Blah, it's blah, just, blah. it's literally just a meetup. They're going to get a room at the hotel by the con. So, I'm thinking Mark will want to go to that, mm -hmm. and that's why I think. But I don't want to go to that. I'm sorry, I don't want to support them. I'm just personal reasons. What? <laughs> I don't want to go to it because I'm going to be standing in line. Yeah, for Big exactly. Bang Theory. Yeah, I guess I should have said I'm not going to go to it because I'm going to support my last sweetie. Year I, <laughs> last year I stood in line for four and a half hours for Big Bang Theory and didn't get in. So maybe if I stood in line for six hours, I might actually get in. <laughs> it just sucks that they put Walking Dead before it. Oh, Anything yeah. else besides Walking Dead, you'd Dude. be good. Walking Dead is hot right now. I, I mean, want to I want to meet Twilight the, of this the year, scheduling of these fucking people. <laughs> and I want to just, I want to line them all up and just straight down. Bam, bam, bam. 
bam, bam, bam. Yeah, straight it's like in the face. shitty panel, good panel, shitty panel, good panel. That's what they need to do. But anyways, okay. Moving so, on. So the awesome thing, the thing we're joking about with oh, my Glee, sketch. Sons of Anarchy, and... Uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Thank you. Sons, for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah, you're only going to it's sunny because it falls in between Glee and... No, I like it's sunny. I love Danny well, DeVito. And Glee's in Hall H. Is that so where are sunny... So Oh, okay. I, I, I didn't know if they were all in the There's same There's a hall. significant break in between Glee and... Because uh, it goes Glee and then a couple hours... Glee is at 10 to like 11, Oh, it's Cleveland show. It's Cleveland, it sunny... Cleveland, sunny, then, and then Suns. Okay. So yeah, so those are those are some of my non-toy, non-franchise panels I'll be going to as well. Um, of course, Hasbro Transformers, Hasbro Star Wars, no fucking Hasbro G.I. Joe panel this year. The only thing G.I. Joe related is going to be an IDW panel where they're talking about all of their comics. So Transformers, I mean, Transformers and G.I. Joe are some of their big ones, but no G.I. Joe toy panel. I fucking, oh. You don't know how angry that made me. And I knew it was coming. I've been watching the news sites. Well, there isn't really anything big going on with it. I know. Well, oh, no. See, that's what pisses me off is Is next year is the 30th anniversary. So granted, we know the initial toys coming out for the, quote, 30th anniversary line. That's it. I thought G.I. Joe was a lot older than 30 years. Well, of the uh, Real American Hero line. Oh, okay. The three and three quarter okay. ones. The 12 inch, yes. The 12 inch are. Old. Yeah. Uh, they're. Old. Okay. Yeah, we'll leave it there instead of ruining my green <laughs> 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 Um But, anyways, so, um, so there's lots of Star Wars stuff going on. We've got the Clone Wars Season 4 preview i'm actually excited about that yeah i i liked it i mean i really liked that it i want to see but i mean i liked i liked the season three preview at c5 you know that was good it was a good panel um i mean there's ones that i'd love to make like there's a stan lee and todd mcfarland and and another japanese uh creative panel um i still think i might go to that and then meet you up later yeah, I mean, do it. I mean, it's on my panel. It doesn't conflict with anything, but I think I'm going to be standing in either Hasbro's or possibly Maddie's line during that time. Oh, yeah, it's the Maddie thing. Oh, that's what no, I that's said the I next day. No, the Stanley is on Thursday, and then Maddie's on Friday at the same time. They're both at one o'clock, but they're on different days. So, I mean, we've got cool stuff like uh, Voltron. Um, There's a Thundercats panel. Those are both going to be previewing, um, or the Thundercats at least will be previewing the, or screening the first episode. There's also a very cool Visionaries panel with John Favreau and Guillermo del Toro. That would be awesome, which is basically on the future of pop culture. And this app, I got to tell you, they really went... And I know Miss McFavorite's got a couple issues with it, but they went above and beyond. It's not actually an app. It's what you call a web app. Yeah. So you don't have to install it, but basically it's the same thing my company did. It's accessed via the web, and it stores data locally on your phone. 
I think the one one of the things it just it isn't very clear on how it works. Uh-huh. Like when I went on, I did everything on my laptop, and then I just went to my i or I went to my phone just to look at it, and I had a list, and I started checkmarking things because I didn't think it transferred. And when I looked, I was like, "Oh, it did." Well, what that ended up doing was when I was checking all of them. Uh-huh. It, it removed. removed that's, so that's how. I that's how my IDW. Through. Oh, see, I wish you were told. That's how I removed my IDW. Was I checked yeah. it and then I am like, oh, what happened there? Yeah, yeah. that it I couldn't figure it. out what the check mark was so, for. There's. It just could use a few more things. Like it. It's automatically saves everything. But just as one of those like extra things to make people like me. Just put a fucking save button. Well, or it just, it's, or it's put a title above security. put a title above the check mark that says remove. Yeah, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, just something no, like that. There's just, I mean, it is. It's a great app. It it works fairly well if you're aware of what it's doing. Yeah, it'd be nice to have a little walkthrough. But so yeah, I mean, this year it's fucking it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Um, so yeah. That's our Comic-Con. We'll let you know how we we are going to take the recording equipment. I do have Robot Chicken on, on the list, but we'll see how that happens. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, so, um, let's go ahead and get into toy news now that we're 30 minutes into the cast. Yeah, that was a lot of con shit. Yeah, I know. Well, and it's pre-Comic-Con, baby. Comic-Con, woo! <laughs> San Diego, bitch, here I come. Um, Hasbro is replacing the Optimus Prime Creon. So if you were at BotCon or followed the news, at BotCon we supposedly got a very exclusive <laughs> Matrix chest Optimus Prime Creon. So where you could see the Matrix in his chest. When they released the toys, all of them had the Matrix in their chest. So now the actual exclusive one is without the Matrix. Matrix. So what you and what's crazy is okay. So what do you think this costs? Like maybe eighty-eight cents to make or something like that. You know, in Mm -hmm. materials that kind of shit. Well, in this economy, maybe a buck twenty. Yeah. Um. So I guess to keep from people from making making like to prove that you actually bought one that had the matrix in the chest you have to go through this whole return process and they will send you a mailer that you have to send back your matrix chest prime and then they'll send you a non-matrix chest prime (laughs) that's how it should be yeah i'm i'm actually thinking about sending mine back like because i would rat i like the non matrix better than that so i could open my botcon exclusive quote exclusive one Uh i could go through the return process and i could get a normal one because i'm not going to buy i'm not going to buy the 60 dollar optimus prime set that little thing is 60 dollars no baby that's a lego minifig Mm -hmm. in a Lego set that's oh, sixty dollars. Oh, okay, I'm for like, to relate it to something you're more. Than, <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. In, in the set, in oh, the okay. set, you should have gotten all these guys, 
And instead of this guy, you got that guy. Gotcha. So it's kind of like Lego. Well, it's not like Lego because Lego, you could literally say, I didn't get these pieces and they'll send you them out yeah. for free. But Creole's like, are you sure? Well, they just got to close that loophole because then anybody, you know, yeah, no, I know. maybe a copy of a receipt would have been a little bit better, you know, but anyways. Um, G.I. Joe Collector Club subscription details via the club magazine um, because I'm a third class subscriber. <laughs> that means I haven't gotten mine yet, but the first class subscribers have. Um, so things we knew, uh, two figures every six months. If you sign up for the whole year, you get an extra one. Um they will not be releasing any mainline characters or figures currently in Hasbro's production roster. So if we've heard that Hasbro's going to do a character, they're not going to do the same character, which is kind of obvious, you know. Yeah. Um, expect more female figures. Yay. So one of the first two characters are is a female. So there you go. We're at a 50% ratio so far. So I would say if they release one or two more characters, I would say they're doing a lot better ratio than Hasbro. Um, several newly sculpted heads. That's the exciting part. So we're not just getting straight canceled product that's already been tooled, at least as far as we know. We may not have known that these heads were already tooled, and they're like, oh, we just tooled these, you know? Yeah. But, but they're new heads that we've never seen before. Um, and then a variety of real American, real American hero classics, new sculpt era, and foreign characters. So this is really cool for followers of the, cart, or of the comic book. So it's not like it's just like we're only going to be doing cartoon characters for people like me that don't have exposure to the comics. Um, and, you know, because that's what I would probably prefer. I would prefer like a Pythona, you know, like something from the movie or something like that. But most of the hardcore fans are big comic fans. I mean, it's the same way with Transformers. And that's why I'm trying to kind of ease myself into it. But of course, I don't have the time, you know, quote, I don't make the time. That's better. I'm not going to put it off on that. I don't have the time. I don't make the time to read the comics. So, I mean, uh, comic book fans could be getting some great, uh, Characters that uh, General Joe's pointed out here. These aren't people that I even really know. I know of them, but Barrel Roll, Blackout, Munitia, Hacker, Crosshair, Scalpel, The Claws, or The Claws Commander. So those are characters that people that are entrenched in the fandom are probably very excited to see. And I'm always down for a good fandom character. Because if it's popular in the fandom... I will eventually read those comics and then I'm going to be glad like, Oh, I'm glad I'm, I have this barrel roll, you know, mm -hmm. cause there's something that makes them popular, you know? Wow. I'm really ranting. Uh, new star Wars class one. I just don't have much to say about GI. No, Joe, I so know. I'm no. Cool. <laughs> cool. Uh, new Star Wars Class One fleet vehicle revealed. So via previews, they showed the new case assortment in here. Well, we've seen 
these four vehicles before, but we have not seen this one. And it actually looks really cool, considering these are the little, like, 16 to $18 sets that come with a figure, uh-huh. you know? So look at this awesome. I mean, it's got, a, like, full cockpit. It's got a little gunner station back here. So I like it. And I guess they call it, uh, okay, so that's the Republic Shuttle Naboo Speeder. Yeah, so they're calling it a Swamp Speeder. And it kind of looks like a Y-Wing. Of course, we have we have links to the pictures in our show notes via Rebel Scum. So I like that. I usually only buy speeders or walkers, mm-hmm. you know, anything that looks like a motorcycle or a bipedal vehicle. But I might actually get that because I love, like, gun turret stations like that, you know? That's kind of cool looking. Like old school, like, B-52 bomber things where they had the belly gunner. I just love that shit, you know? Well, Star Wars where they get into the gunner pods and are fucking taking on the TIE fighters and the Millennium Falcon. That's that's just something I like. That's how he likes to roll. (laughs) Uh, so take a look for those to be hitting um, Dark of the Moon repaints so of course here comes the Onslaught of repaints and thank god none of them are getting me exciting getting me excited so this is kind of a cool so he was this guy was more of like a uh, uh, NASCAR car hmm. uh, and he was blue and white uh-huh. So now, so this is Top Spin, and these are more accurate to what Top Spin's colors were in the original G1 Top Spin. I like his robot mode. Except for the oranges. The oranges really weren't there. Blue. But So that one I like, but again, with the movie, I'm only buying shit you see on the movie. Yeah. Unless it's a... a a very true homage to a G1 character, which that one's close, but not close enough. Um, so we also get a dark Sentinel prime. Now this is kind of like, uh, you know, it's got a little purple. Well, this is one of the little guys. So see the maroon guy there on the bottom shelf power glide. In between the two neon guys. So he's only that big. I just don't like how squared out his hips are. Yeah. Well, you got to remember, he's a real square vehicle, so there's not much angle that they can really do. That guy's a plane, so he can kind of have a waist and stuff like that. But I know what you're saying. So the unfortunate thing about this is it's just a slight repaint. I mean, it, it is literally, they're just tweaking a couple things and calling them Dark Sentinel Prime. Um, so, and finally Roadbuster and Optimus primary paints. Now the shitty thing about this is it's, it looks like it's taken with Instagram. So if you're not familiar with Instagram, Instagram is a thing that it makes the picture look like it's in, uh, incandescent light. So like light bulb, you know how it makes Mm -hmm. things look orangey, like back in the day. 70 yeah, pictures. so they took it with that shit. So, I mean, it's obviously an orange and white repaint of it, but it even looks more orangey. So, Roadbuster, of course, was one of the other wreckers in there. And again, just no need for that. I'm just like, eh. And then we get a new Prime. And really, the only thing with the Prime is we get 
gold flame decos on him. So he's not even a really... You get a little bit better paint on the head. But, yeah, and you get a little bit of paint on his mech tech weapon. But So, yeah, ho-hum repaints of Dark of the Moon so far. Um, Hurricane Hordak and Leech Bios and Packages revealed. Um, so these are very cool. I'm loving this Hurricane Hordak. Hurricane Hordak. So that's vac metalized gold. Uh-huh. So like C3PO yep. style. So that shit looks awesome. And then the awesome thing about this is these are attachments that attach to his arm right here. And they look like lightning. Uh, what are they? No, you're tight. That's the package. See the red stuff behind there? Yeah, I see that. Oh, okay. Well, that one to the. Oh, this one over yeah, here. It like it's a blade. Oh. That's a blade that goes up and gotcha. down. And then this is like a three-pronged thing with balls at the end. And then this is a four-pronged one. But I had a Hurricane Hordak when I was a kid. That's why I like him a lot. Um, but what I don't like is I don't like the leech. I do not like... His head looks out of place. His head looks way too big, in my He's opinion. All- yeah. And I know the staction was done like this, but it wasn't to this level. I, I just, now that I see him in package, he just looks a little too big, in my opinion. Um, and unfortunately, I'm going to call this out. I didn't read the bios, so I don't have much to say about the bios. I'll leave that to the masters, like Poe Ghostal. So if you're really into the Masters of the Universe classic bios, make sure you're following Poe Ghostal. Make sure you listen to Roast Google Dinner, He-Man.org's Roast Google Dinner, because they talk about the bios, and, and Pogo still writes about the bios. So. You heard uh, it here, folks. Yeah. Read I just that shit. <laughs> uh, Next wave of vintage three-packs were revealed. Yay. More <laughs> of the same figures that you have already. <laughs> no, they promise. Well, oh, it might not yeah. be with these. Yeah, I, I don't have any of those figures. <laughs> so we get an Imperial Commander. We get Dengar, an AT-AT driver in one pack. We get C-3PO, R2, and a Chewbacca in another three pack. And then I need to go to the other. I don't have any of those. I need them. Maybe I'll get four. <laughs> And then the other pack isn't actually pictured, but it looks like it's a Bosk Snowtrooper in IG-88. So, I mean, what's so funny about these is in back in the day, this was the first envisioning of a repack in a battle pack setting. So you could, so they could put more repacks into one product mm-hmm. and sell it. And now it's, and now because these the reason why I'm pulled into these is because they're homages of that concept from back in the day. So I just fight, I mean this is the precursor to all the shit they do nowadays with the repacks and battle packs and all that kind of bullshit. That's why I like them. And I will have a full collection of them. Oh yes. All right. Um, Fan-made projects. Uh, First up, a a very cool project, if it would ever get off the the ground. 
This is a third-party project where they're actually trying to go to Hasbro to license the license the figures from Hasbro. Wow. Okay. So they show what are uh, these are these are book style is what they're called. So uh-huh. Takara released uh, when they did their reissues. They did them all in what they call book style. So it's a box like that. It opens up. You see the figure, and then there was all kinds of, uh, not all kinds, but depending on the character, there were pages of information mm-hmm. for that character. You could, they, they were perforated, they were glued to the package, but they are perforated. So you could tear them off, and then eventually you would end up with a binder of, information on all the g1 not all of them but i think they did 24 different reissues Mm -hmm. so you'd end up with a binder of five to six pages on 24 different figures that's pretty cool yeah so what what this company wants to do is they want to take the classics and repackage them and do the same thing now the one the one cool thing that they're adding is they would add a a build a uh, quote build a figure it's not really a build a figure it's a build a diorama piece mm-hmm. of Autobot City from the movie. So if you bought all they're planning on releasing 50 of them. <laughs> <laughs> so if you bought all 50 of these oh. and took the individual pieces from each one, you could build a huge backdrop of Autobot City as what was seen in Transformers the movie, the animated one. They they're never going to get off the ground. Don't act like, "Oh my god, Here's 50 things he's going to buy. No, I wish them all the best. I'm just like, you better not fucking buy that shit. (laughs) I have all these figures. I have every single figure they're going to release. So there's no way, even if they could do it, they would be so, they'd be a hundred bucks a piece to be able to pay for the license. They're going to do low run. They're talking about doing a thousand a piece. Mm -hmm. So to do low run like that, makes makes a ten dollar figure a fifty dollar figure you know yeah. that's why the club exclusives are so expensive you know because they're doing they're only doing fifteen hundred instead of five hundred thousand like Hasbro does you know so I mean it's a great thought and I love that they're they're actually gonna try to seek licensing from Hasbro to do this. They're going to try to get license, you know, license the molds, um, all that good stuff. But yeah, it's like good luck. And what people are bitching about here is they didn't talk about any of the artwork. These, this is actually artwork taken from art from transformers artists. And they don't mention anything about trying to get the license from those people to use their artwork. So, of course, Transformers fandoms, they got to find something to bitch about. So, everybody on the boards are bitching about that. Uh, now, another cool thing, TF Animated. This is another very, uh, uh, what do you call it? Not optimistic. Well, I get, for lack of a better word, it's a very optimistic um, uh, project that People are doing it's it's from a comp- a new company called Transformers Animated Fandom, 
and they're talking about doing uh, Transformers figures that we never got. So um, it, we get a garbage bot, which is kind of cute, you know. Um, this Rock Lord is going to be a build the figure, of course. So if you buy all their shit, you would be able to build that figure. Now they're only showing CGI prototypes and some packaging mock-ups, but they're talking about doing Meltdown, which is one of the characters. Um, a very cool one, if they did do it, was Brawl, Cyclonus, and then Sari Sundak in her like bio suit. Who's that? She was the girl. She was the human, because you know every Transformers oh. cartoon has to have a human in one shape that follows them around. Um, so again, uh, you know, uh, ambitious, that's the word I was looking for a very ambitious project. If it comes to fruition, um, now one that does look like it's going to come to fruition is the TFC toys, Hercules. So this is the, the not devastator. The first one, we got new pictures of excraver. Is that how you would pronounce that? That's not excavator, is it? Well, excraver or excraver. Yeah. So, yeah. Excuse our English if we have it like, they're like, you fucking idiots. <laughs> um, so, it, the cool thing about these guys, unlike a lot of other combiners, is the arm pieces and the hands and the feet or whatever are all going to be integrated into the figures themselves mm -hmm. so it's not like you just have an extra you just got extra pieces everywhere if you have these in in their alt mode okay so there are removable parts of course if you want your figure to be a little leaner and meaner but you can put everything on the figure in both modes so this guy Pretty looks cool. great again one hundred dollars not sold per figure nope. you need five figures <laughs> to make them um, now the size comparison shots are pretty impressive or i thought there was a lot better one so we get them next here all I, in a this club is, scene yeah that's funny oh no it's a con it's a con but yeah. it looks like a club scene yeah the way like it is at first glance <laughs> Um, so next to a human alliance bumblebee. So it's pretty big. I mean, that figure is this big. I mean, it's, it's as big as the fucking, as the Megatron or the Rodimus that are up there. So it's not small, but still a hundred bucks times five. Um, one cool thing that they did show here recently is all of their, all of the individual weapons for each one will also combine <laughs> into Devastator's full weapon. That's pretty cool. So that's kind of cool. So you don't got a little bunch of little miscellaneous guns and then one big gun that you mm -hmm. never know what to do with. So, I mean, I am loving that they're, they're integrating all of this stuff. Um, so they also released the released, released the release dates. So Xgraver uh, is coming soon. That's planned to be here any, any day now. Um, heavy labor will be September. Stuck tour is going to be November. Doctor Crank is going to be December, 
And then, oh, it's, wow, wow. There's losing some Greek credits. Six, like the original, like the original Devastator. Neckbreaker will be March of 2012. And then Mad Blender will be 2000, or sorry, will be April 2012. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's great. Again, I mean, that's a hell of a fucking... So you have 200 bucks right around Christmas time alone. That figures. <laughs> um, and we got to see pictures of the Fan Project's uh, spinoff company, Make Toy, their Devastator. So there's a whole nother company. God, I just love the primer. Yeah. Or the mold. Well, at this point. It's, it's the, the mold. mold. It's where you cast it in. But the color is primer gray and I love it. Wow. Yeah. So theirs looks to be pretty fucking amazing as well. I just it is so miraculous to me, and they have prototypes of every one of their figures. Um, so it's just miraculous to me that two of the biggest fucking third-party companies are creating the exact same figure at the exact same time. It's miraculous to you. It's surprising. Yeah. I guess. Dumbfounding. How about that? That would be more accurate. <laughs> it's a wow, really? Uh, let's see. Uh, BTS Toys, the people that brought us Sonicron, they uh, not so well received uh, uh, Soundwave, you know, the little micro cassette recorder mm -hmm. that actually looks like what a micro cassette recorder might look like nowadays. Um, first off, they're going to be doing a sound blaster, which if you didn't see that coming, you should check your fandom, check your Greek cred. So this is the black repaint of him. So that's kind of cool. Um, that, so that's obviously the Japanese, um, character. And then, uh, they're actually going to be making of ravage as well. Now, the only thing, of course, we see is a couple CGI pictures. Um, Not Ravage. Yeah. <laughs> and Not so Ravage. it'll transform into a cassette that they say will fit into Sonicron. Very cool. So. And. Last yeah. one up TFC Toys. What? Oh, were you thinking that was the end? You were hoping that was the end? Yeah. <laughs> so we'll go over this one real quick. Because these, again, these are this is all artwork and it's all just uh, CGI models at this point. But looks like TFC Toys is planning a Dinobot combiner or a not Dinobot combiner. And so you get all the normal players. You got a T-Rex, a Brontosaurus, a Stegosaurus, Triceratops, and uh, what are those called again? Pterodactyls? Yeah. And I know these are, before people start yelling at me, I know these are not specifically those species of dinosaurs, but those are the common names for them, I guess. That's what I'm going to call them. How about that? <laughs> so these are kind of cool. Oh, I mean, yeah, if it if it came to fruition, I mean, that'd be awesome. So there's what it would look like all combined. Wow. Yeah, it's kind of scattered. But I mean, again, how do you make... 
quote well, organic forms look like a robot you know but all right links to all that shit in the show notes that's it for toy news and con news and fan-made projects um we're gonna go ahead and take a break because we fucking need one and we'll be right back with the store report peace guys welcome back we're gonna go ahead and get into the store report uh first up jamie so i'm I'm not sure if this is an australian thing but uh uh there was a mega store toy sale down under um uh specifically at well this was kmart and walmart it's supposed to include target but he said target was going to push theirs back so it it's it seemed like it's kind of like a big deal, like maybe Black Friday is or something like that, or maybe like Easter sales are here mm-hmm. or something. Um, but uh, the new Star Wars Legacy wave hit down there. Um, it's hit here as well. I didn't see the Space Trooper um, and maybe that's not the maybe that's a little bit later wave. But we are finally getting new Legacy figures down here. Um a few mixed waves of vintage, but not much. Uh, he, he echoes our sentiments. The Green Lantern toys are bad, and they're not moving down there. Neither are ours here. Um, and yeah, what what uh, company does the Green Lantern? It's not Mattel or Hasbro. Or it anything. is Mattel. Oh, yeah. Mattel says. <laughs> Mattel says their market research said that kids would prefer to have more accessories and stuff like that, even though they don't include a lot of, well, they give the ring, which Mm -hmm. is a big accessory in every single one. And then they have a construct. Um, And where they were investing their articulation money in was the movie masters. Well, even the movie masters don't have the same articulation as like DCUC or, you know, Mm -hmm. So that's one of those things. Uh, yeah. But Mattel needs to reconfigure all of their teams. <laughs> uh, Walmart had the new Lego Imperial shuttle down there for $450. Not doll hairs, dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so oh that's. Oh my God. That's, How much is it here? Um, I think it's supposed to be 400 here. So it's not, I mean, Lego's pretty consistent across the board. They enforce a lot of uh, pricing with retailers. So they are consistent, not marked up a lot or not marked down a lot. Um, Toys R Us is probably one of the biggest examples of people that do mark down Lego quite a bit. Mm-hmm. 
Um, he also saw the Takara Optimist, the Jet Wing Optimus Prime for 148. So that's not a bad price. It's cheaper than what we would pay for it here with all the import costs and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, he saw the uh, same Walmart three pack that we're getting here that has the Rodimus. And considering they're so much more expensive there, it's only 50 cents more than what I paid for it here. Well, it's not bad. Yeah, so that's a definitely a good deal for him. And then another good deal for him is at they're getting those vintage three packs at Walmart instead of Target like it is for us. Mm-hmm. And they're only 25 bucks. It's not bad. So five bucks more than ours, but you consider that his regular vintage figures are 16 to 18 dollars. Mm-hmm. You're getting three for 25 bucks. That's a really good deal. Yeah, that's not you bad know? at all. Um, they got a Kmart Dark of the Moon exclusive Bumblebee for twelve bucks, and I'm thinking that's got to be the Walmart exclusive Bumblebee. Walmart's the only one that I know of that has an exclusive here. Well, now Target has an exclusive, so it might be that one. So oh. one's a NASCAR Bumblebee, and one's a quote cybertronian bumblebee where it's the same mold but it's painted with cybertronian uh writing on it mm-hmm. um then he also got the site or i didn't he shouldn't say they got it but they had the autobot arc so the cyberverse we i haven't seen this one here it is hitting in the states there's been sightings of it but it's uh so it's cyberverse it's the same size as you know the little maroon guy power glide and the black and purple guy okay. you know so that where the big guys are only this big and mm-hmm. then the littler guys are this big um but the the arc was the main ship that we saw, uh, I think, crashed, I believe. And it's a huge playset. I mean, it's like that big. And it's made for these guys. So 50 bucks is a really good price here, I think, or there. I think it's 40 bucks here in the States. So, um, and then finally, he was seeing uh, Leader Ironhide and Bumblebee down there for 65 bucks, and that's down from 90 which, oh, good. yeah, I mean, here they're, they're 40 to 45, and I've bought my leader classes on sale, sale with coupon for about 30 bucks. So <laughs> even with the sale, it's still about double what I'm paying for it on sale here. Uh, next up, sightings. Uh, K- Kmart Human Alliance Flash Freeze Assault has been spotted so this is a and as much as i like snow i'm still not biting on these sets so this is kind of like a snow decoed sideswipe human alliance sideswipe and then you get the human alliance basic uh i think it was called ice pick again i'm not buying these but it's a snowmobile Painted in weird colors here. I do like the green windows on the side swipe, but mm-hmm. that's a pass. Uh, Not very snowy. 
Yeah, and that's what I was saying. They're like, um, hey, we're over here. <laughs> this big white field. Where are those two bright green things are? Right yeah, <laughs> with the gray and black. Um, so the Sky Striker, of course, is being found before the street date of July 31st already and uh, at Target's. So if you've got a Target nearby, you may want to go check that out. Um, yeah, I didn't think so. I should have looked that up, but they didn't list any DPCI numbers with it. Oh, yeah, they did. There we go. Um, so if you're interested in that, we've got a link to the post that will have the DPCI. It looks like it's retailing for $35. Bucks. Um, the exclusive one for Comic-Con is going to be 50 So we're paying quite a bit of extra money for that exclusive one. But that's okay because I'm not buying the regular version. And then something that's been cool since people have been uh, – being able to pick these up, we get a shot of the sticker sheet. And the sticker sheet comes with different faction designs for the side of it. You mm -hmm. know, so how they always print something custom. They got a flint with uh, shotguns and a skull. One for, uh, for shipwreck or a seagoing person, which is a killer whale. Um, they have one for snake eyes, which is the... Uh, Arashikagi symbol mm -hmm. and then I think this is the standard one this is for ace and it's a and it's a pack of cards so that's kind of cool so they got lots of different stickers you can use you know different versions of the logos different stripe colors different cockpit colors so that's kind of cool that they offer, you know, because what does that cost them? An extra 10 cents to add four extra sets of stickers on it, yeah. you know? Um, for you uh, Canucks up there, uh, San Diego Comic-Con 2010 Blaster, C5 Forlom and Zuckus Vintage 2-Pack, Pursuit of Cobra, Cycle Armor, and His Scout are all being found at Canadian discount stores. So that's kind of cool. I mean, things that, you know, we paid full price for are a lot cheaper up there. Things we haven't even seen, like the Scout and the Cycle Armor. <laughs> but the good thing is, is if the Cycle Armor and his Scout are being found up there, they will eventually make it to our discount stores down here. It was the same thing with the Wave 3 vehicles of Rise of Cobra, uh -huh. all that kind of stuff. So that means we're going to see them at least. Uh, the Target exclusive Dark of the Moon Deluxes have been spotted out in the wild. Uh, we do have a link to a post that has the DPCI for the case if you're interested. Um, the bad thing is, is probably the most in-demand figure, which is the space case, is only packed one to the case. <laughs> <laughs> so you got four bumblebees. That's to satisfy the kid. And there's the Cybertronian marking mm -hmm. bumblebee with disgusting, ugly blue windows. Um, so you get four of those in a case. You get two of these RCs, and the RC is pretty good looking. It's a, it's a little, at least a little bit uh, pinker value, a little bit more primary. Um, and these, yeah, it looks like all of these include a mini comic book, so that's kind of cool. 
Um, and then you get one space case, which was he was very popular in the Marvel comics. Again, one of those, like, I don't really know who he is, but I'm going to go ahead and buy this one because he's a popular fan character. <laughs> Maybe once I, once I read the comic books, I'll, I'll be a fan too. And then you get, uh, this one's kind of cool. Um, besides, it looks like it's a straight reissue of the G1 mold. You get an all-black jazz. That's pretty cool. Yes, it is. My dog's attacking me. <laughs> yes, she is. So I think she needs to go outside. Uh-oh. All right. Well, Miss McFavor will be back in a second. <laughs> um, also being found at Kmart's is go. the new uh, vintage boxed B-Wing. And while the B-Wing itself isn't very vintage at least the box is, um, that's being found in multiple locations. Um, also... Republic AV7 Mobile Cannon. I'm very excited about this. So this is the four-legged cannon that we saw. I think the first appearance was literally in the original Clone Wars movie. Um, again, the fact that it has legs is amazing. And if you go check out the pictures and look at the size of this thing, it is absolutely spectacular. So look how big that sucker is. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> what? I'm only going to buy two. It's okay. <laughs> uh, so is my life. Uh, and that's being found, but it's being found in Manila. So it's <laughs> I don't normally do foreign uh, store reports, but these are these are pretty big store reports. Another pretty big one on foreign soil is the Republic attack shuttle has been found in Australia. So if you're interested in that, Jamie, looks like that's hitting. Yeah, just no interest. It's a lot of money. I don't know what it. Uh, see if it says what yeah 130 so that's not too bad i think it's going to be 80 here for us so mm -hmm. if you're in those countries and looking for those check that out uh in this at in the ads this week not too much going on at brick and mortar uh true has a buy one get one 50 off of star wars legos so if you've been uh uh wanting to get those they're coming out and i did see i didn't list it here but i did see one of the new lego sets at target they had the new uh episode one naboo fighter lego set there so online new items and pre-orders first up a little bit of news star wars shop is closing their doors oh tear so as of <laughs> as of the posting of this podcast, as you read this, it will already be closed. So don't try to go there one last time. Um, it, it is closing its doors on uh, July 18th. Um, and <laughs> bless you. Bless you. <laughs> I don't think waving your hand frantically in the air ever helps, but. Excuse me. Uh, so they will be uh, closing their doors. Uh, StarWars.com says that they will be looking into new avenues to bring us merchandise. 
But I'd be curious. I mean, they have merchandise that's, you know, eight to ten years old. Oh, that's so, why they're close. Well, yeah. I mean, they, they've always been a little bit pricey, but they've done amazing sales. I just don't think they kind of ran the shop well, you know, because mm-hmm. they kind of, I would assume they kind of had to give equal importance to a lot of things. Um, but it'd be, I'd be interested to see where all their inventory is going to. I don't, oh yeah, you're, I was like, I don't think your mic off button works, but, (laughs) uh, excuse me. (laughs) Um, also not necessarily new items of pre-orders, but the, uh, Creo site has there. The official Hasbro Creo site has launched. So you can go to that, and uh, it's got lots of cool things. It's got videos. It's got build videos of them. <laughs> so you can kind of see, like, intermittent uh, build ones. It shows, of course, all the details of the sets and all that kind of good stuff. And it, it's oh, kind see, of a cool site. that better than what you got. Is what? that a different Prime than what you got? Oh, yeah, yeah, this is the this is the $60 one. Oh, okay. I got the $8 one. <laughs> Hence the reason why his hips are down. Yeah, where it looks hip. normal. Yeah, exactly. Um, so if you're interested in those uh, Transformer Creos, go check that out. Uh, Maddie has announced the new Club Eternia pricing and info. Um, so it looks like it's going to be a little bit cheaper this year. Um, total, at least for the figures themselves, they're going to be $430. Um, that is 12 monthly figures at 20 bucks. So I was a little bit afraid that we might see a price hike this year, but we're not going to. Beast variants and multi-packs. This is what I don't quite understand because variants are supposed to be variants of the figures. Uh-huh. So I don't understand because then they say one each at 60. So I would assume that's going to be some kind of big beast. Uh-huh. I mean, I don't know what, maybe a multi-pack, multi-pack, maybe, yeah, maybe like a three-pack or something, uh-huh. um, and then one at 30, and then two at 40, and then the normal club exclusive figure map and, and sign-up, or figure map for the sign-up fee. So what I don't get here is we're not getting quarterly variant figures, like this year we got you get 12 monthly figures. Uh-huh. There was there was beast and multi packs. You were supposed to get four of those and then we were supposed to get four variant figures. At least if I'm remembering correctly. I thought that's what it was supposed to be. But so that's kind of interesting and I think this is less than it was this year too. But so uh sale you can sign up for the club attorney and i'm sure you can sign up for any of their uh membership so this would include ghostbusters the new and the new club lion um uh the back to the future is for next year it's not happening this year yet um so that those will be on sale starting on uh the 22nd at 2 p.m. So what is that, Saturday at the con? Is that right? Or is that Friday? That's Friday, I think, right? I have no idea. Yeah, I can't even think of it right now. Um, and then the the sign-up period will end on August 5th. 
So if you're interested in signing up for this, (laughs) (laughs) if you're in, if you're interested in signing up for these, you've got two weeks to do it. Make sure you do it. You don't have to put up with the Maddie days. Now, what these don't include are any kind of reissues, obviously special convention items, weapons packs, stands, or other accessories. Um, This will obviously also not include the vehicle that they're going to be announcing this year um, or if they end up doing any other vehicles this year. So, but like I say, to me, it's worth it to not have to fucking put up with those Maddie days. I mean, this fucking, the pre-sale thing, oh my God, just took me back to that horrible, horrible time in my life. Big Bad Toy Store, before I let Jessica chime in with a rant, Big Bad Toy <laughs> Store has a masterpiece, masterpiece Black Rodimus up for sale. And again, if this wasn't so pricey, this would be my... I mean, look at those colors. That is absolutely gorgeous 80s neon goodness. Look at that shit. Yeah, he's pretty neato. Um, so this is a, a pre-order right now. Expect in third quarter of this year for two twenty-five. Um, but it is the full trailer. It's not just. It's not hot rod. It is Rodimus Prime. Um, we also have pictures of it in package if you're interested. Uh, the new waves of GI Joe. So quote the what I, at least I thought. Yeah, so these are the first of the 30th anniversary celebration case assortments. Um, are up for pre-order. These are due in August, so not quite into the 30th anniversary yet. Um, a lot of them are refreshes. So you've got a Steel Brigade refresh, Cobra Trooper, Iron Grenadier, Cobra Viper. These are all refreshes, so they're almost the same figures that we're getting right now. They may just have different paint, uh, different accessories included with them. Um, probably no tooling, no, no different tooling in them or no new tooling for sure. Um, and then you also get a Sergeant Stalker, which will be a brand new figure and a Hazard Viper. So in the Hazard Viper is, remember I had the Volcano Viper that I got. So this is kind of a repaint of it. with some extra cool stuff with it. Um, and then uh, the second assortment due in September. Uh, now this is a pretty good one. You've got Renegades Duke, Renegades Cobra Commander, Renegades Firefly, and Renegades Snake Eyes. And then you get yet another Cobra Trooper, another Iron Grenadier, and another Cobra Viper. So while a lot of stores have stopped carrying these, there has been confirmation I talked about in the last uh, Q&A that there has been a large amount of retailers that will be picking the line back up with these these assortments. So if you can't find them in your area, supposedly lots of Walmarts are going to start picking the line back up. So... um, and this will, in the Q&A, this line, the 30th anniversary line, will lead right into the movie line next year. So I think that's how they're getting Walmarts and them to carry it. Oh, is that when the next G.I. Joe is supposed to come out? Yeah, the next G.I. Joe comes out literally a year after Dark of the Moon. So it's set for June 29th, the last we heard of next year. Right on. 
Um, Entertainment Earth has a new Mandalorian gunship up. There's no pictures yet, um, but it is just a standard, uh, you know, the Starfighter series, whatever you want to call them. Um, a lot of people are thinking that it's going to be this ship, the Mandalorian fighter. This was actually seen in an episode already. So they're assuming it's going to be this ship. That's not... a pretty looking ship. It is cool. It's kind of, uh, I forget what the other one is, but it's where the wings can go vertical or horizontal. Oh. I don't like the vertical look, but if you rotated those 90 degrees and they were horizontal, I would really like that. That'd be a slick looking ship. Um, so oh, that way or that way. Yeah. Oh, either up was, and down or left to right. I was, yeah, I was thinking of like straight up, straight up and down. Oh, I see what I you're like, saying. Yeah. It's not vertical. <laughs> Um, so that's up for sale so that we should be seeing that. And then they have entertainment earth put up tons of new dark of the moon, um, uh, lots of new Cyberverse, um, lots of new Voyager cases. So, uh, go check those out again. There's not any pictures for the new product yet, but the pre-orders are available. Uh, sales and promos, 12% off a big bad toy store. And of course not. Everything at Big Bad Toy Store, just the new, not new and not pre-order, which isn't anything you want right now is going to be marked new or pre-order at Big Bad Toy Store. But if you're missing something that's a year old or so like that, then 12% off right now. Um, that sale will end the day after this podcast comes out, so you'll need to jump on that. Uh, Crave, I made... Oh, there's a mislink. Uh, Crave, I made my first pre-order on it. Uh, if you make your your or your first pre-order, your first order on Crave, this is a completely social website. Um, so it's all kind of you sign in with your Facebook, all this kind of stuff, um, and it's it's basically kind of it's not an eBay because everything's buy it now. It's not auctioned. Mm -hmm. Um, but you get, uh, five bucks off your first order. They have transformers and star Wars right now. Uh, I got myself a, uh, legends Warpath. Um, and what's cool is I got the Takara version, which is much more color accurate than the Hasbro one. The Hasbro one was bright red and the Takara version was the maroon Warpath was the one I opened up at dark of the moon. Oh, that okay. guy. I just bought the little version of him. Yeah. Um, so you can find some great deals on there. I mean, there are pe I mean, which is their right. There are people that are selling things at fair market value. You know, there's a couple ridiculous ones. There's a fucking, there's a uh, club exclusive double punch that came out a couple years ago for $300 and shit like that. But. It's got a cool feature. You can say that this you think this is a good price by just clicking a button. So then you can look for items that have only been deemed by other people in, in on the site as being a good price. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, next up, Hasbro Toy Shop has 
free shipping on all uh, Transformer purchases, $25 or more. So this does include the uh, Creos. So if you're like me and you haven't seen the Starscream Creo at your Toys R Us or Walmarts yet, then this might be a great place for you to pick that up. Or the Sentinel. I still haven't seen the Sentinel Creo either. I didn't think they came out with all of those yet. Yeah, as far as I know. Well, you can get them on, online. You just can't get them at the brick and mortars. All right. Well, we're not too far in, but I think we're going to go ahead and take another quick break. And we'll be back with what we got. Peace. <laughs> Love you. When I'm finished, the world will never forget. Make the call. Count up! Technically, we don't exist. We answer to no one. And when all else fails, we don't. What did you say your unit was called? I didn't. All right, guys, welcome back. Uh, we're going to go ahead into what we got, or as it's been lately, what, what I've he got. got. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could talk about all the shoes and clothes that I've got. <laughs> yeah, I guess you have bought quite a few, quite a bit of stuff for Comic Con, or in the name of Comic Con, at least. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, my my big pickups this, uh, or at least the time between now and the last episode is. Uh, here we go. I got it. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to do all of them. We'll be here for another hour. But um, <laughs> my big ones were my entertainment earth orders came in. So all the hard to find stuff that now I've actually seen in the store. Yeah. See, have you learned your lesson? Are you going to keep buying <sighs> from entertainment earth that way? Well, see, here's the problem is so for generations, okay, Hasbro, Hasbro, said nothing about them going forward and i think probably because they didn't know i think companies weren't were not uh stores were not committing to carrying the generations line during dark of the moon mm -hmm. so i placed my order like i'm not going to get sold out on these okay so then once they cleared out all the reveal the shield stuff or hunt for the Decepticon stuff, they left the generations. So that's the only reason why a lot of these hard to find like Warpath, Wheeljack and Thundercracker are are now just starting to show up because they're keeping the generations line along with the movie. So what's going to happen is once Prime starts hitting, I think Generations is going to go. Prime's going to take its place while the movie's still doing its business because the movie will be, the movie stuff will be here through Christmas easily because the D, the Blu-ray release is November, so they'll be keeping movie stuff around till then minimally. God, they're really turning that shit around, dude. I remember it used to take like a year. Yeah. It seemed like a year at least. Yeah, and it may even be longer than that. But so I bought it on the on the fear that they generations was going to go at the same time of reveal the shield. And so I bought my reveal the shield stuff online too. Now granted, it's all hit it's all hit Ross's and TJ Maxx's and all that kind of stuff. Uh -huh. But the main pieces out of those cases that i wanted i've never seen 
Now, I haven't, you know, as soon as I heard that, I didn't go out and hit every Ross, TJ Maxx, or Marshalls, but I've hit quite a few of them on a regular basis, and I've never found the hard-to-find ones, like Wind Charger, Grapple, those ones. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad I did it. I paid higher than retail, which I normally never do. You know, I always find some kind of coupon discount or something. So I paid more than retail, but not by much. Um, and I'm glad I did. I have them done, you know. Um, but so I got my war path, which we talked about. I opened up during a dark of the moon cause I didn't really have any good movie toy that I wanted to open up. Um, I got the thundercracker. So that finishes off my seekers. Uh, and then the wheel jack, which is the, um, uh, oh my God, I'm totally spacing it now. He's a samurai ninja. Oh God, people are yelling at me right now. Drift. It's the drift remold slash repaint. Um, and something else I picked up because I also didn't want to take a chance on these because I really liked them is I got the dinosaur mini cons. So it's basically the real little guys. And you haven't seen them because I've been taking them straight to work. But it's the real little guys. And so they put out dinosaurs back in the classics line. It was a T-Rex, a Triceratops, and a Pterodactyl. Well, they repainted them with an homage to the G1 colors. Mm -hmm. So they look like the original G1 Dinobots. And then they threw a saber-toothed tiger in there, I think, to round off the case. But these are discount store ones. So, yes, most likely I'm going to see these in big lots or family dollar or something for the next three years. But I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to buy them. They're really cheap online, you know. So um, so I got those. And then I've uh, picked up a little bit more of the dark. Well, actually, I've, I've completed all my Dark of the Moon stuff. Uh, for now, at least. So I, I've got my shockwave finally. Um, I got <laughs> I got uh, the Cyberverse uh, Megatron and Prime, so which are really cool. So so that's the Cyberverse Prime over there. It's the recolor. It's the Scourge colors, the black and purple one, the okay. little one. Yeah. Okay. And you remember my little prime that I had? It was the very first figure uh -huh. I got that came with the 3D glasses. Okay. Uh -huh. So they had a Cyberverse set, which is uh, Prime with his trailer and Megatron with the rest of his truck. Because with that truck, you really only got the cab. Mm -hmm. And uh, so they transform and their, their trailers become little bases. Or, and this is the reason why I had to get them, become little mech suits for them. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, so I finally got those. And, and I've picked up some of the exclusives and stuff like that. So, What else did you get? You don't want me to go through no, the list, like what, I say. What did you get last night that you got this morning? That I got you. Oh, I see. I didn't know that was last night. Wow, you got that. Oh, yeah, you were telling me it was last night. So Yeah, when I went shopping. I got a very, very cool, um, if you've ever been to Hot Topic or looked at their site, they have a cassette tee. And so basically, it's, I would say, maybe 16 mini cassettes, right? Mm 
and they're all the G1 and then like interspersed and popping out from the sides of them and stuff like that is Rumble, Frenzy, uh, Ravage and Laserbeak. The, I got that form. The color could be a little bit better. Yeah, You'll see pictures of it because it's going to the con with me. Yeah. So it'll be a yeah, it's con It's a little shots. bit more baby blue than like. It's in, powder in, blue. Or, yeah, it's powder not, blue. It's not even like Carolina blue is one thing. Like <laughs> Carolina blue is one thing. This is powder blue. See, yeah. And I felt all bad because when I was, I don't know if anybody were has a Hot Topic in their area or not, but back in the day when Hot Topic first she opened. What? Oh, okay. I I was like wondering if your mic was on. You just weren't. I mean, look how I feel like I'm yelling. Oh, no. So well, maybe it's because you were so far back. Sorry. Okay. So I don't know if anybody has, I, I don't know where Hot Topics are, but Hot Topic, it, back in the day when it first opened, it used to be like this goth style store that had like some pop culture stuff. I can't hear myself now. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, it's distracting. I know. And um, <clears throat> trust and me, now, they know. Like then, it was it was super cool. It was dark. It was all cave like. Like everybody that worked there was all gothed out. It was like, all trance black. music and shit. Yeah, fucking like safety pin pants and all different kinds of stuff. And now. They like completely revamped it where like the outside of it's all sand and brick and the inside it's all bright and fucking you're wow, like, Wow, I have not been to one in forever. Well, I haven't been to one oh, yeah. since Halloween last year, probably. Yeah, it's the same. It's all bright and it's all open. Like Hot Topic used to be just like this Crammed little, in. yeah, it was completely packed and stuff. And like what the funniest thing was, was that yesterday, because I was all hungover trying to shop. Yeah. Two things you don't do together. I'm sitting there and like every time somebody came by, I'm like, Wah. so I would lose my balance and shit. <laughs> trying to move because i like i i would sit there now, were you driving to get to this hot topic <laughs> you were losing your balance just standing and you drove somewhere? i was fine driving it's just with all the smells and everything inside the mall yeah. it fucks with your head um and like these two teenage <laughs> girls they're like yeah this place is so small and so much stuff is in it i'm like bitch you don't even fucking know yeah exactly. but anyway so remember. to bring to bring it around to my point is that this place is like f bright white like it's just so bright in there now compared to what it used to be like the mm. walls used to be black and blah 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 and it did not look that blue until i got it home <laughs> like it the lights washed it out yeah well we're gonna i gotta try it on still because it Still's got to fit. Yeah. So those those shirts have a tendency to run short. Like yeah, they exactly. No matter how big you get them, they're wide enough, but then they're like crop tops. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I definitely don't need a. Especially for a tall guy, it doesn't help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and and even the length down the down the shirt is okay what my big issue is always the sleeves oh I just, yeah, yeah i just don't want a sleeve that's up here yeah. you know he likes and his elbows so, covered yeah exactly i mean a shirt should cover your elbows in my opinion not not in normal society it shouldn't cover your elbows but. all right
right. So 20 minutes later, that's what he got. <laughs> I did get a Transformer shirt from JCPenney. It's a bit. Ba- yeah, a baby and I haven't tea. even got to see it yet. It's a baby tee, and it's just Optimus Prime, and underneath it, it says Transformers. Is it G1? Yes. Well, is it blocky or is it all angled and sharp well, like Bayformer? I think okay. it's. it looks almost just like one of the Transformer shirts you have. Yeah, well, it's either going to be G. Well, all mine are G one, so yeah, it's either going to be G one or movie. They're no, not it's definitely have G2 not movie. Or anything no, it's like definitely that. not movie. Okay. All right, uh, let's go ahead and get into featured custom. And this week we have a very, very special featured custom. It's an awesome custom. <laughs> this shit is awesome. We have a. Uh, uh, Amazing friend of the show at this point. We've gone back and forth. We've had a lot of communication with them. Uh, JD did customs of, and and call in and correct me, JD, if I'm pronouncing them wrong, but Jasso and Jessa McSpill. Oh, I read it as Jaso and Jessa. Jaso and Jessa? I guess that, yeah. Well, here. We'll let we'll let JD let us know how it should be pronounced, because it's it's not just customs. It's not just a custom figure and a special name. It, there's actually a backstory, and that's what impressed me the most. If the link will actually work here, oh, boo this man! Hey, it's the oh, internet it's, it's connecting. Oh, I hope our internet's not down. We didn't oh, happen. No, it's not down. It would it would show it. It just means that those fuckers down the street are piggybacking again. <laughs> well, that's my own fault. I keep an open connection open. So anyways, um so we'll talk about the <laughs> figures. Uh he posted it over Rebel Scum, so of course they're they're Star Wars customs and they're customs of the Mrs. and I. And uh what was funny about this is he um Aw boo. Yeah, maybe it's just Rebel Scun that's having an issue. Um so the the cool thing about this was he posted one of those one of those Facebook poll questions and it was like if you had a lightsaber, what would your lightsaber be? What, what color, color would did, your lightsaber be? What color did you say? I'm I'm telling a story. That'll be the end of the story. <laughs> Um, we're going to need to work on this too, sweetie, because we need to be able to read the story. Um, okay. Yeah, you're right. It would show here. All right. Anyways, Tell the story. I'll reset the router. The router. Okay. So uh, so I, I never respond to these things. So if you send me a canned, like, what's your top five sci-fi movies? I do don't respond to those things, and and I know that's kind of shitty of me, but um, you know, if, if you're just curious and want to ask me a question, I'll definitely answer it. But I don't do those kind of blast application uh, style uh, polls. Um, but Mrs. McFavorite did answer, and I, I think. Uh, Maybe even Jamie answered, or maybe he just commented on it, and then JD kind of put on there like, "Yeah, I'd love to hear what Slick had to say about it." And I was like, "Okay, so I'll answer it." And uh, 
And so mine, of course, is is silver, or you can. Um, I think it's actually officially silver. Is it's essentially what the Imperial Knights' colors are. So if you're magenta, yeah, that's what I thought. Are you? Re- oh, you just unplugged. I'm like, what are you doing? Uh, so, um, so there you go. So. Again, Miss McFavorite hurried the story along, and hers was magenta. Uh, and so, basically, the Imperial Knights are from Legacy, so a hundred years after Return of the Jedi. And uh, so, I answered it, and then I don't know what I mean. Maybe it was like three weeks later, something like that. Something this like came that. through. So the magenta is because I like that color, and I just really like the name. It's fun to say, magenta. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. All right, let's see if that corrected the error here. Or I'm having, I have a bad feeling that fucking rebel scum is down, and we didn't fucking, I didn't copy the backstory. Uh. I expected to be able to link to it. Okay, so we're gonna have to get to this backstory, but they're amazing. Try going to a different web page just to make sure. Okay. Rebel scum Rebel scums down. down. Awesome. <laughs> That's what we get for relying on third-party websites for our show notes. Anywho, um, so we'll come back to this. We'll get hopefully either Rebel Scum will come up, or I will pull the email that I received. That he uh, well, no, even the email says go check this out. Yeah, I never copied. God damn it. You need to start doing that. Fuck you, Rebel Scum. I should have. Yeah, I didn't even think. But anyways, Don't so they're that. they're Jedi's, <laughs> and the general gist of it is is that they're um, so they're great. See, I'm gonna murder this. We're I'm gonna, gonna just I'm come gonna back leave to it. it. Yeah, and it, if for some reason it doesn't come up while we're in the show, I'll put it in the post. And I'm going to write that down right now in the notebook. You know, I'm nobody sorry. ever made a comment about the notebook. Did you post pictures of it? Yes. Oh. Well, post more pictures. I we'll, did. We'll run in my a mobile uploads. <laughs> we'll run the, the uh, SDCC swag away this year. The annual swag away will be, what do you What's think? What's the fifth sticker down from the left? <laughs> no, see, I don't, I, don't like, I don't like trivia questions. I like, Why not? I like what we did with it. I like when people give their opinions. I don't want to test your knowledge of something or or test to see if you even looked at it, you know. If you want to make up an answer of what you you know what you think about the notebook that Miss McFavorite made, then that's on you to kind of hate yourself if you win especially cuz then you're taking a prize away from people that actually did care, did go look at it and did provide a truthful opinion. Moving on. That's right. Toy review. We continue our Rodimus, our Hot Rod slash Rodimus retrospective. And this time up, unlike Ultra Magnus, which I don't have because it's way too expensive online, this time we have the Titanium Ultimate Rodimus Prime. So these are the six-inch die-cast figures that came out, I want to say maybe... Five, four or five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this guy is actually cool, especially cons- <laughs> compared to the fucking alternators one. 
This one is a lot better. A lot more G1-esque. His uh, vehicle mode, again, the alternators is a completely different line yeah. where they use other vehicles. But He's cool looking. I, I'm not too familiar with the titanium, so when I found out that some of it's still plastic, I was kind of bummered. But his yeah, head is awesome. she thought it was like all metal. Yeah, and I thought that that would be really fucking impressive. But and really, really expensive. <laughs> that's why I was like, and it transforms? <laughs> um, no, he's really cool. His head, I really like his head. His head looks really good, and the paint looks nice. Yeah, he has a, he has a good faithful uh But yeah, the, the ratchet joints suck a fat one. Yeah, well, and look at that. I can see you through there. His body oh, doesn't yeah. really have any he body has no to it. Innards. <laughs> yeah, he's he's hollow in the middle. Um, he has no soul. His little spoilers stick out a little bit far from his back compared to other Rodimus figures we've seen. Um, but the paint job's awesome. Uh, unfortunately, he suffers. He can uh, do the splits. <laughs> yeah, uh, it suffers from. Uh, the alternator issue of that he is loose in some points and too tight in other points. So he has ratchet joints all over the place, um, but where the plastic connects to those metal ratchet points is a little bit loose. And then the, the big problem with him is the ratchet joint at the waist makes him look like he's kind of hunched over. It, yeah. it makes him look like he's well, almost a hunchback. And that's the shitty thing is because his legs are titanium and then his, or his, I'm sorry, his, his calves up to his knees are titanium. His thighs, which are yeah. are plastic. And then he's got a titanium chest, upper body. And, yeah, an arm. So... That is shitty. Like, I mean, if you're just going to put that little bit of plastic in there, just fucking make it all titanium. Yeah. Um, one of the things I would I, actually be interested in finding out why they had to put plastic right there. Well, baby, if it was all metal, it'd just be too expensive. Well, I know, and but what was their heavy? decision to make it there? Like, why didn't they make his arms plastic or oh. his or the his feet? Or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely see your point. I mean, it, it's kind of like mo the most, wherever the red is, that's, well, no, because there's plastic. The majority of the red is the diet. Well, we no. should ask Billy. That is crazy. Yeah, he would have been there. He was there back when they were doing uh, titaniums. He may have designed them. Who knows? But, um, I mean, overall, the the robot mode is, is really good. It doesn't pose extremely well because while he has articulation at his elbows, that's all they go. He oh, that's it? He yeah. can't even go at a 90 degree? No. It's just at a 45-ish? Yeah. Well, yeah, a little bit more than a 45, but... But, I mean, besides the elbow, everything else is awesome. I mean, you can lift it up there. You can do that, you know. Um, but not being able to go past, you know, like, yeah. yeah, it's not even a 45. Well, maybe, yeah, I think you're right. It's 45, but it can't even go at a 90. But it's an easy transformation, though. 
Yeah, and it's and it's very well engineered. It's a fun transformation. Things flip around, they shift, they you know, oh, nice. do lots of stuff. Um, I wasn't he, paying attention when he transformed it. He was just like, here you go. And I'm like, wow. Yeah, it was, it was, that was quick. quick. <laughs> and, that was, and again, without instructions. But, yeah. Um, so they come with very cool bases. I mean, look at that base. That base is awesome. That is a really awesome base. And then the weapon he comes with, it's a two-tone weapon. And what I really like about it is it's all uh, rubbery. It's not hard plastic, so it's not going to snap off in his hand or anything. You like it raw. But probably the thing I like, like the most... <laughs> Well, the mo the thing I like most about this figure is his alt mode. I really love the condensed, bulky space Winnebago. Yeah. Like, this guy will definitely be displayed in his space Winnebago. As good as his robot mode is, definitely space Winnebago. All the way. Now, the, the titaniums were a big shot at making them G1-esque for the G1 figures. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to compare it to the alternators, but I would take this figure any day over that alternators figure. I for sure. For sure. For sure. Hands down, man. Yeah. So uh if you get a chance, pick it up. These originally retailed for fourteen bucks. Um I bought it in an almost complete set of titaniums a few years back and paid about seven to eight bucks per figure. He's one of the easier to find ones. Um, the reason why I even paid more than seven, eight bucks a piece is because I got some of the harder to find ones in there. But if anyone has a Titanium Ultra Magnus, that's the one I still need. I don't really feel like paying 50 to 60 bucks for the Ultra Magnus, unfortunately, even though he's one of my core fucking characters. Try the, try the link again. Oh, no. the oh. Hit stop. Baby, don't worry about it. Why, why am I telling you how to use the internet? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Now everything's dragging. Way to go, baby. Now you broke everything. Well, why don't you reset the router and I'll sing to him? <laughs> All right. You want to lose some listeners? Let me sit here and sing to him. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and get into uh, listener feedback and questiones. Uh, we've got a, a couple here at the beginning that don't have to do with the uh, contest. And then uh, we'll get into all the contest entries for the what is admittedly, and unfortunately that was my fault, a little bit of a last minute uh, SDCC personal shopper contest. So um, this one... We're not going to really do anything, uh, but we're just going to talk about it. Uh, yeah, wow. I think you're right. I think they are fucking piggybacking on our shit. I mean, Rebel Scum was definitely down, but... Yeah. Um, so first up, Vern finally posted a video of his vintage collection. And uh, so you've heard Vern on the podcast. He was at the... Uh, he was on the C5 podcast because he attended C5 with us. Um, but Vern has he one of... He left a voicemail of... about this. Vern did? Yeah. Isn't this all the stuff that he had gotten from his uncle or something that had No, passed? no. That was on the last show, Sweets. 
Yeah, I know. Isn't this a video of that stuff? No, he got all the Transformers. Oh, no, Vern like okay. I'm sorry. Kicked and scratched and bled to get. I mean, this is one of the most gorgeous vintage collections I've ever seen. I mean, just every I have a variant blue memory, like amazing condition blue snaggletooth, which is super rare because he has uh, silver boots. So the silver boots are all really scuffed to hell and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, good job, internet. Uh, but big head Han, small head Han, yellow yellow haired Luke, blue head Luke. I I I actually have never asked if he has double telescoping figures because those are some of the most expensive. So you remember how the lightsabers would come out of their arms? Oh yeah, yeah. They had little tube arms that mm-hmm. stick out. Well, there's what they call double telescoping ones. And so they would come out at one stage, and then the tip would also pull out at a second stage. So they're almost twice as long. Mm -hmm. Well, the problem with that is, as you can imagine, that little tip on there, that tip, which was normally maybe a half an inch long, would always break off of the regular ones. Because it was so thin. Yeah. Now think of it, if it double telescoped, and think how many made made it through childhood hands without breaking off, you know? Yeah. And they make repo ones and stuff like that, but to have true double telescoping ones. Um, so Vin, uh, Vern's basically my go-to guy for vintage stuff. Is it, it you got to check out the video. It is. It's a beautiful collection. Yeah. It, especially. It's- and, and it's well set thing. up too. Yeah, it's set up in themes. You know, you had he has kind of like mail. It looked like mailaways together, or obscure ones like the green B wing fighter stuff like that. Then he had a Jabba set up where he had the fucking. Yeah. Uh, uh, God, I, can't I have no idea. I I remember that voicemail so much, but I don't know why I don't remember that. In the voicemail, he said Transformers. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's late. Uh, we took about a three-hour break when we said we'll be right down to, to break down that fourth wall. <laughs> when we said we'll be right back with what we got, it was three hours later <laughs> that yeah. we came back. We did yard work. Yeah, it was fun. We we cut down the jungle in our backyard. Oh my god! It man. was about seven inches tall. No, no. Way. There's places in our backyard that were a foot at least. We we basically had monsoon rains every afternoon for about a week and a half. Yeah. And then sun would come out and be super hot during the day, and then monsoon like right in the late afternoon. So perfect photosynthesis yeah and it doesn't help when your backyard is half weeds yeah and vine weeds or whatever the hell they are yeah that uh they grow really well (laughs) our front yard no problem backyard that was about like 10 empties of the bag (laughs) and it's not that big of a yard (laughs) yeah all right um let's see jd left us a voicemail uh not an entry voicemail but he did leave us one so let's go ahead and listen to that now hey it's lick aim this is my favorite it's jd i know long time no voicemail well i got a phone and i've been lazy um so 
Yeah, I went to see Dark of the Moon, and oh, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I uh, haven't seen a 3D movie since Avatar, but I thought, you know what, this is probably worth going to see in 3D. So my girlfriend and I went to see it, and we both enjoyed it. But <clears throat> I really liked the look of the Decepticons in it, but I couldn't figure out who half of the characters or who half the bad guys were. So it inspired me to go buy the novelization of it, written by Peter David, and so I'm reading through that now, and I'm actually kind of surprised at how well it actually follows the plot of the movie, as far as I can remember it, but, uh, yeah, yeah, it actually does provide names for some of these characters that I just couldn't figure out, like the two guys that were chasing uh, Ironhide and, uh, what's his name, on the true way, and actually gives names to them, um, but... That's yeah, good shit. Um, so, I, uh, if you're looking to read the book, I can recommend it. It's definitely good. Um, but, uh, in fact, if anything, I think I want to see if there's books for the first two movies, because I'm kind of curious about those. Although, I've seen the first two a couple of times each, but it's been a long time, and I really want to go back and watch them again, because uh, I don't think they'll be as cool as the third one was. Um but, uh, yeah, I haven't got much in the way of toys because, well, the stores around here suck, and I haven't ordered much either because there's really nothing new out. Um, <clears throat> other than my Wave 7 from uh, Star Wars, I really haven't gotten much. So, but, uh, yeah, I figured I'd check in and let you guys know, hey, I'm still alive. So, uh, yeah. Saw that Slick posted on Rebel Scum, which is funny, because I didn't realize who's on that board. So, um, yeah, I'll talk to you all later. I uh, I like the idea of the regular segment, but we'll figure out the logistics of that. But, all right, I'll talk to you all later. Bye. All right, J.D., thanks for the voicemail. We missed you. We thought you fell off the face of the planet or something. <laughs> Don't do that anymore. So, like I say, I mean, you guys have heard. I I liked it. I still like the first one the best. I I still well, like the, the story. The first and everything. movie of anything is always going to be the best. Eh, I like Empire Strikes Back more than Star Wars, but or more than A New Hope, whatever. Yeah. But okay, I like not- Godfather Two better than the first God. <laughs> I know. In general, ninety nine percent of the time, yes, you're absolutely. The first right. movie is what spawns like. Oh, this be! I can't wait to see the second Avatar because it better be fucking good. Yeah, I. It's gonna have underwater shit, is what I hear. So that should be pretty awesome. But, Woo! Anyway, um, so cool. Uh, yeah, they there are novelizations for the other ones. Of course, you know they can't help but make a few bucks. I actually read. <clears throat> maybe about the first half of the first novel and it's it's interesting i mean it's just like any novel there's tons more backstory there's tons more information before the movie actually started you get to know a lot more about sector seven stuff like that but again i only read half i i get these grandiose dreams like oh i'm gonna read it while i go to botcon yeah, I read on the plane, and that's pretty much it. You know, you spend yeah. too much time talking to people, and that's what cons are for. But exactly, because I'm I'm struggling with Comic Con and homework. Yeah, Miss McFavorite should be doing homework. 
literature nonetheless <laughs> um but yeah we haven't seen a lot of new toys here i haven't seen wave seven like i say we mentioned we just saw the new legacy wave but star wars oh i shit i didn't even put this i did get the next i did get the aqua droid wave of clone wars and damn i even wrote to jamie about this i meant to look up the name but i didn't get the commander clone from that wave that was the only one missing so I got the Ahsoka with boobies. Oh got, yeah, yeah, yeah. I and got the, the older. Anakin. Yeah, I got the Anakin with slightly longer hair, and then the Aqua Droid, which and is amazing. Jaw. <laughs> and then I got the weird like canteen, cantina alien, and I don't even know who he is, but his is colors it, are bright. He's the green guy with the big, with the like, big eyes that the viewfinder eyes. Yeah, yeah. Viewfinder. More long and pointy well, out to the side, you like see a hammerhead. They're oh yeah, 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 exactly. So I, I have seen those. Thank you for just saying yes. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for the voicemail, and yes, we definitely got to get your regular segment going. I, we need. What, we're we, gonna work that shit out because we it, need some hate. We need, we need some hate on here and not that you're not that you're hateful or anything, but we need some criticism because I do. I take it too easy on things too often. I'm kind of like, it could use some improvement. I just like I just like how he's just I, I just like his tone. Yeah. Well, it's the and, and don't take offense in this. It's the New Yorker. It's the fucking straight shooter, you know. You don't got it's time the no to bullshit. Exactly. You don't got time to bullshit. Fucking, you know, hi, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. How about you? Oh, the weather's nice. You know, they just don't fucking yeah, do that. That's there a Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. How here, you doing? Dude, the small talk here is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it wish. makes me ill. And I'm a native. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's go. Let's get on with some. SDCC personal shopper entries. We were worried. And we never, I meant to announce at the beginning of the show, we're going to announce the winner at the end of the show. So yep. if you've made it to this point, we will announce the winner at the end of the show. I'm also going to put it in the post, but yeah. Um, so JD actually emailed his entry. Um, do you want to read this? I'll read it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. while you read this i'm gonna put music on okay oh because i hit pause all right i've never been to sdcc but my favorite memory from seeing pictures and videos and shit online has to be the 30 second look at gi joe resolute from 2008 not much was shown but the little bit that was really little bit that was really what the community you make a better door than a window sweetie my bad. Sorry. Uh, the community's appetite to see more, see what we assumed would be more violent, therefore more grown-up Joe, that what had been animated before. I watched shitty resolu- I watched shitty resolution video someone recorded of the clips played on the projection screen. Saw the lights dim in that room. Dim in that room there, listened as the attendance audience oohed and awed as the quick glimpses at the action 
and then finally silently cheered along with the audience who roared and clapped in excitement at the end of the clip show when Snake Eyes stabbed that Cobra Trooper. I remember that that was one of the few times I was I kind of wished I could have been in San Diego at the show, sitting with the other geeks at the first look at the animated Joe that Hasbro promised, but only semi-delivered on. That video has shitloads of promise, and those Joe fans who got to see that is not helping me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and those Joe fans who got to see must have felt their heads swimming at the spectacle they had just witnessed. Meanwhile, all I could do was exit YouTube after seeing that video and switch over to an online forum to talk about that video and complain what we needed to see in higher resolution as soon as possible. Resolute had ended had endless potential for fans who missed to talk about who sorry, missed who, sorry animated blah blah who missed animated Joe versus Cobra action. We didn't even know yet that we had saw that thirty second long clip and that it was that all it was going to end up being was some online cartoon short. Back then, we speculated that they were showing us a possible new TV show, and lest we forget that it, and lest we forget it was the beacon of light for a lot earlier hater Joe fans, who were wary of how the then in production Rise of Cobra would turn out. SCCC 2008 sure did kick start a, a lot of hype over an animation adventure that Hasbro promised would be the Joe for the adult fanboys who played the 80s Joe when we were kids. Yeah, I mean, it, we were there. I mean, I don't I, remember it. You don't, you were there. Because remember, that's when we took pictures with snake eyes at the end of the panel. Oh, yeah. Um, But, uh, yeah, we were there. You may have, I, who knows, you may have seen my video because they started the clip and they fucking went down and they shut down like three or four other people. Like E&I was right next to us. The, whoever was working for E&I at the time, they had a big t-shirt on. They shut them down. They shut two or three guys down next to them. And they, I don't know if they didn't see me record. I mean, my shit was on a tripod. It was just a little flip video camera, but it was on a tripod and everything right in the middle of the aisle and they didn't shut mine down. So I was one of the only people that got video of that 30 second clip and I'm right there with you, man. I mean that it, it just fired me up. I was just like oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, that was the year I was studying for my six. That's probably why I don't remember oh, it. Oh, because you were probably like, who turned out the lights? <laughs> I'm like, God damn it, I'm trying to read here. Um, but yeah, because my flip would have only had 480 resolution and it wouldn't have been that good. Yeah. I know that video wasn't that good. But um, but yeah, I'm right there with you. I, I had a lot of hopes for it. And they weren't as severely dashed for me. It's... I kind of looked at it the same way as the Gindy uh, Star Wars Clone Wars, where they were just these five-minute episodes, mm -hmm. and fucking, uh, and they were good for what we got, and it was wonderful to see it all in one shot. Like you say, that hour, you intersperse commercials in there, the hour and a half that we got, I thought was amazing. I mean, you had 
deaths. You had the flag being taken out. You know, you it was the best homage, in my opinion, especially if you compare it to Renegades. Renegades has had a lot of good homages to it and a lot of good fan winks, but nothing like Resolute for the hour that we've got it. There's no way you could edit down 60 minutes of Resolute and have it be as, or 60 minutes of Renegades and have it be as good as Resolute, in my opinion. I li- I enjoyed Resolute, and Slick is still pissed at me because I had put off watching Resolute for a while, and we had a party, and one of our friends he stayed over because he drank too much. One of the only smart friends we have that doesn't drink and drive. And I woke up that morning, and he put on Resolute, and I watched it. And Slick was pissed. He's like, "You fucking watch it with Whitaker, but you're not gonna oh, watch yeah. it with me." Because I, because she kept saying, "I'm, I want to watch it." And I said, "And every time, like, what do you want to watch? Do you want to watch Resolute now?" She's like, "No, no, no." So my friend finally, like, I was like, "Do you want to watch something before you leave?" And he's like, "Yeah, what do you got?" And I'm like, "What? Oh, have you seen?" No, Resolute? you weren't there. You were still asleep. Oh, I watched I it with Whitaker because I was all hungover and like whatever just put it on and i was like wow this is what, really just good pick it off of the dvd no he picked it off what? the dvr because oh, we yeah. had it on there for almost a oh, year oh yeah that's right before we bought the copy on dvd yeah, yeah. he was pissed Fuck you. i feel bad i'm gonna read jamie's no i get to read no i want to read it no sorry yes. you can read the next one no i want to read jamie's no i just want all right, go ahead. You get to read everything else. We don't hardly read shit on this show. You just don't think I can read anything. I don't think think is the right word. <laughs> <laughs> I think you demonstrated. <laughs> no, you, I did You well. did a you really can, good job. You can read the next one. Go ahead, sweets. <laughs> All right, so we've got Jamie's entry. And Jamie wrote in. This is my favorite memory of motherfucking Comic-Con with Jason Jess and new hosts. Listening to your boy Dan Shea and Mark talk about the cultural impact of Star Wars. Classic. Just classic. The meet and greet with Seth Green. Look, I'm not a fan, but to do this, to be a dick to a former fan, fucking sucks. This is why fans turn. With that said, part... The two-part OITC is the best Comic-Con experience I've ever had. This is why I like Jamie. (laughs) (laughs) And that was a little bit edited, Jamie. So I I hope I I think I kept the gist of of what he was trying to say. I kind of edited it so it would read well, you know, just as a straight statement. Because he had had bullet points and, and <laughs> numbers and all that kind of stuff. So, um, but that's awesome. So his favorite part was our two part fucking cast. So we really appreciate that. You, you don't get extra entries for that. <laughs> you deserve to win though. I mean, Jamie has entered almost every single contest we have. So, I'm actually rooting for him, and if you win, Jamie, and it's not a huge item, I will even pay your international shipping. That's how much I, you deserve to win. You've been one of our most active listeners from the beginning, so thank you for writing in with that. 
Uh, next up is Jason Martians. And I didn't even realize, and, and maybe that's not how he pronounces it. And maybe it's a, just a fake name because uh, this is one of the guys from Atomic Martian Toy Reviews. Okay. So they're, uh, they're, one of, they're a YouTube uh, a toy show. So if you haven't if you haven't watched them, please go to YouTube, search Atomic Martians. They do about a thirty minute show every week, and uh, includes a little bit of a little bit of toy news and then a toy review. Uh, what I like about them is they mix in some comedy. You know, they have kind of scripted comedy, mm-hmm. which can be hilarious. And even when it's not hilarious. It can still be pretty funny, you know. Um, and so uh, he wrote in wondering how to enter the contest. So is is any way you'd like. So his was via Twitter. So it's a little bit shorter than other people's, but that's that was perfectly fine. That was the point of the contest. And so Jason's entry was, well, okay, the thing I enjoyed most about past Comic-Cons were the Lost panels and most of the Hasbro exclusives. So, I would agree with that. The Hasbro, uh, never been to a Lost panel because we're still getting through the first season of Lost on Netflix. <laughs> but um, never to finish because of the fucking price increase. Sorry. No, not never to finish. We'll just have to get them on disc. But oh, from friends or from friends. <laughs> uh, but I do have to say is that ever since we started going to Comic Con, I've been very impressed with Hasbro's exclusives. Hasbro, I mean. It's that chance, like you think you have this job, okay? You design toys, which seems like, ooh, so glamorous. But just like any job, it just becomes work, you know? Yeah. So they're like, okay, we have a new movie coming up. We need to have 20 new designs based off this movie. My Here's some screenshots. Yeah, no, exactly. You know, fucking, but they, there's a whole My Little Pony line out there that you don't collect that's all targeted at the next generation. Mm-hmm. So there's designers out there that have to design all these fucking, you know, My iPod Little Pony or, you know, yeah. stupid shit like that, that they're like, this is a Last- ridiculous idea. Yeah. <clears throat> but Comic-Con comes along and they're like, what is the most perfect fan exclusive you could ever think of. Oh, I'll bet you there's you a know. bonus involved. <clears throat> like Who can come up with the best idea? Who can come up with the best selling idea? Like yeah. it may seem amazing in production, but what goes the fastest at the show? Or in yeah, exactly. Or in design it may seem the best. Yeah. But what's going to make them the most money? Mm-hmm. Like the Sky Striker, you know? There's not a lot of tooling there to make that happen. Some new stickers, a co- a kit bash Cobra Commander, and they get to charge twenty bucks more. Yeah. You know? And like the I'm st- I'm stuck on the My Little Pony, but the My Little Pony last year, where it was the dual personalities, one side was the good, the the good pony, and the other side was the bad pony. Yeah. Like, that's awesome. Yeah, it makes it hard to display, but. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, we definitely agree. Um, We got Steve's entry. So let's go ahead. This is via voicemail, so let's listen to that. How you doing, Mr. and Mrs. McFavorite? I'm sorry. It's Steve uh, again saying hi. 
this is for the Comic-Con exclusives. Uh, I was hoping to get my hands on it. I hope I win the contest, but uh, we'll see what happens. But uh, my favorite memory is probably got to be the Sardis Waters. I, uh, for Comic-Con, they're the best thing uh, I think they ever had for uh, Comic-Con exclusives. That is uh, probably my favorite memory of them. I love all the Comic-Cons, but uh, definitely uh, the Sergeant Slaughter stand out over all of them. But I just got done listening to the last podcast, the Q&A. It was great. I loved it. Uh, quick, simple to the point, but uh, I do miss Mrs. McFavorites chiming in, which I do love that. Uh, got to have her chiming in at all times. And uh, just want to say I love the show and uh, keep up the good work, both of you guys. All right, thanks a lot for everything. Goodbye. Yeah, I, I missed out on, on doing it too, but he did it at like midnight one night when I was, <laughs> it was my bedtime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping I wasn't too loud. I I, I didn't even know he it. did it. Like he had everything cleaned up. He's like, yeah, I'm at Well, a- I didn't even use the equipment. I oh, just used, used a headset one? straight into the computer because if we don't have to have two mics, then combined, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the next so morning. That's why the, the sound quality is a little off. I listen to it and there's a little bit of hiss in there. I'm using kind of a cheap headset, mm-hmm. but yeah, the next morning he he calls me. He's like, yeah, I'm editing the podcast. What do I do next? <laughs> 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 yeah, I had to get her advice. I haven't. I edited one. I edited. Yeah. I edited. He taught, zero, he taught right? me how to edit it, and then that was it. Yeah, and you've and been doing I've it ever since. And then I kind of took a spin on my, you know, tried to do as much as I could on my own. But anyway, yeah, I I did like the Sergeant Slaughter's myself. I thought that was pretty cool with the tank tops. Yeah, I love the and two the WrestleMania style. Yeah, exactly. Shit. That's I what really I liked like is that. that they did a very kind of cheesy and not. I mean, I'm a little cheesy. too young for Sergeant Slaughter, but I do remember Sergeant Slaughter. Oh, and because I, I started watching kids. it right after him. Dude, for us as kids, you know, I was a wrestling fan when I was a kid. You know, it, it was one of those things. And to see him on G.I. Joe is just like, yeah, you know, <laughs> I'm sure there's huge like UFC fans, you know, kids that are huge UFC fans yeah. nowadays that if they were to do a fucking G.I. Joe of one of the big UFC guys, they would just be so stoked about it, you know, be like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks for the voicemail, Steve. Let's go ahead as soon as I can find my mouse pointer and get to the next voicemail, which is Cliff. And and Cliff is a very diehard uh, member of our fandom. Uh, does amazing customs. His, his most recent six-inch Cliff figure is... I love that custom. Um, and I'm sorry if this is horrible of us, Cliff. I, is this... I think this is his first. I really think it's his first. I thought I remember another one, but... So don't kill us, Cliff. But first thank, in a year, at least. <laughs> thank you for calling in, Cliff. Let's go ahead and listen to his voicemail. Ah, uh, Slick and this is my favorite. So, uh, Cliff, how are your fellow Facebook friends? I'm up late customizing, and I just listened to the new Q&A wrap-up. Thanks, Cliff, for that. You didn't have to read any of the sites. Uh, what did you do my favorite Comic-Con memory? I would have to say it was uh, probably 07 when John Favreau and Robert Downey Jr. showed up with uh, that full-size Iron Man Mark I outfit or uniform or machine. I think once I saw that, like the steampunk shit and that, I was just like, oh, fuck, Iron Man's going to be on another level. Um, and, yeah, that was awesome. And 
they did not disappoint. But yeah, they're a great cast as always, and uh, I'll probably talk to you soon. Later. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, the year before our first Comic Con. So we we unfortunately missed that, and we had and to we talk did, about it. We were like, I remember hearing about that. Well, were we not there? Yeah. yeah, and we 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 they had an Iron Man panel the year we were there, and they had an Iron. Uh, you that know, was we, that was before we learned about Hall H. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that was yeah. Yeah, um, and we we took pictures with the Mark IV, not the Mark One. Oh, and so that's yeah. where we were like, I think we were there during that, but we weren't. And and really in 07, we weren't we weren't even big in the fandom because we got married in 06. He was just starting that's to when, get into yeah, it. That's he was talking about the iPod. podcast. Yeah. yeah, that's when I got my iPod and I started figuring out there was websites out there and there was people that you know talked about exclusives and toys and all this kind of stuff. So yeah. we 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 weren't even following the news back in '07 quite yet. But I mean, we it, the next year we he were wasn't in following there. the news to tell me what to follow. <laughs> So I would have loved to seen that though the original Mark One because it's oh, so yeah. big compared you know the Mark Four is really sleek you mm-hmm. know and it, and it looked amazing but to see the Mark One all big and bulky that would, I would have been love awesome. To meet John Favreau. Well, go to the panel, rush him. <laughs> I just got to show up in my He-Man.org shirt all done up. Just rush him, and I'll be like, she hasn't taken her medication. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't arrest her. <laughs> All right, we got uh, we got one more voicemail, and let's go ahead and take a listen to this. This is from Justin. Yes, my name's Justin Reed. I just wanted to call and enter the contest for uh, the Comic Con. Um, my name's Justin. I'm from North Carolina in Hickory. I just want to say that uh, you guys' show uh, really does get me through the days. I work full-time 12-hour shifts about six days a week. So I wanted to say I appreciate it. And uh, feel free to hit me back at uh, Zero Cool Goku uh, to talk toys anytime at yahoo.com. You guys take care now. All right, Justin. Thanks for calling in. First-time caller. So, yeah. Wow. Wow. 12-hour shifts. Six, six days, days a week. week. Anytime you think your job sucks... Yeah, just think just, about that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I sit at a desk for fucking maybe nine hours a day. Sometimes if I have to work a long, a long day, it'd be 10 or 11, but that's rare. So on the average, you work maybe about 50 hours a week as opposed to at your the normal most, 40. Like at the that, absolute Yeah, most. that's like we fucked up and you have to work extra hours. You know, so not just on the regular. So hardcore. Now that didn't quite enter Justin into the contest because we said you had to give a a favorite memory from Comic-Con. But you know, one I could have texted him, but I'm always a little, I'm always a little queasy about that. I don't want to, you know. Uh, He's shy. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm a little shy. I. It, it actually, that's kind of weird. I am a little shy. Uh, well, and I'm considerate. I don't want to fucking yeah. text people out of the blue. Um, so I'm glad that you gave your email address, and, and we're not gonna bleep it. 
So I hope you're okay with that. I, I think you said it fast enough that you'd have to do a little bit of research to get that. So I can't imagine any of our listeners are going to spam you or anything. Um, but I did email Justin, and so he replied back and got back to me with a favorite memory of Comic-Con. And, uh, and, and real simple, his favorite thing about Comic-Con is all of the news that you hear about the upcoming toys. So... And that's my favorite thing about Comic-Con. That's why the fuck we go to Comic-Con. My entire schedule revolves... That's why he goes to Comic-Con. Well, yeah, sorry. That's why I go to Comic-Con. My entire schedule revolves around the new toy news that's going to be coming up. Mine is, who can I see? Yeah. Who's going to be there? People watching. She's a a Hollywood hag. (laughs) Wow. I'm a hag. So uh, we're going to go ahead and take a break. We'll come back. Not much more to go. We just have the grab bag segment. So we'll see you in a second. Peace. Transformers animated. Can anyone stop the sinister star screen? Luckily, the city has new protectors, Optimus Prime, and the Autobots. They're teaming up to take down the Decepticons and save the city. Transformers animated. Each September, the actual change time. All right, guys. Welcome back. Uh, let's go ahead and get into the grab bag. First up. Star Wars, we get a, we break away a little bit from the normal pop culture Star Wars stuff, and we're going to get a little artsy with this. Nice. So uh, one of the uh, one of my most favorite things over the last couple years from Star Wars has definitely been the Vader project. So if you haven't been listening to us for a while or haven't been listening to Star Wars news, um, the Vader project was a art exhibit where, um, God, I want to say 30, but it might have been more. It might have been almost up to 50. Helmets? Uh, yeah. Uh, were uh, commissioned to be done by some of the top uh, uh, art slash designers of, of our time right now. And just one of the most amazing displays ever. And, and what did Sim have to do with that? He was... Um, he he works for the auction house that, that did, did the auction. Okay. And then Sarah Joe, which is a regular on Toy Break, she was actually one of the curators for, for the art show. Um, and Sarah Joe works for DKE Toys, uh, which is one of the top uh, art toy houses uh, around right now. Uh so they are actually nominated for a designer toy award. Oh, and, that's awesome. and if you don't follow the designer toy thing, you don't watch toy break. It, it's basically a, um, part of it is juried. So part of it is, uh, uh, judged on a committee, but there are things that are fans choice. So uh, the Vader Project was one of the things that was nominated and chosen by fans. So that's very cool. I voted for them as my favorite art show. And uh, he didn't tell me about it, so I didn't vote. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Um, But uh, they're curating, I guess, for lack of a better word, curating a new Star Wars art show called uh spoonful of star wars and you know that mary poppins song is stuck in my head now 
that uh, name was actually created by Aileen. She came up with that name for She's the so show. She's so cute. And uh, <laughs> this, is, this is very cool. This is over 100 paintings of vintage Star Wars action figures by Bawana Spoons. So one oh, of the awesome. one of the main kind of pop culture artists right now, and what it what they did was they took uh, the vintage toys and did their own interpretation of them in over a hundred different paintings. And so when this first premiered, all the paintings weren't ready, but now at Comic Con they'll have a complete show of. All of the vintage wow. figures, yeah. So it's very cool. I mean, they they show. I I linked over to the uh, to the website oh, wow. for it. So see, you see the vintage toy here, and then the art artistic interpretation, and that looks like a, I forget what you call this, but it's where you put uh, wax, black wax over color, and then kind of etch it away. Oh, That's yeah, what yeah. that kind of looks like there. I did one of those back in school. Um, but this will be at the DKE booth at Comic-Con. It's number 4728. So if you're going, definitely go check this out. Uh, amazing pieces of art based on one of our favorite things. Uh, next up, G.I. Joe, What's on Joe Mind podcast. <laughs> uh, I like that. That's cool. <laughs> so this is a new, and I, I think I've mentioned it before, but this is a new G.I. Joe podcast. So we haven't had one in a long time. Uh, there was G.I. Joe Review, but they mainly uh, deal with the comics. And I think there's a sh another short-lived G.I. Joe podcast that uh, didn't really go that far. Um, but this is done by uh, Chuck, Greg, and Gary. Uh, they're uh, big on the His Tank forums, and they've had tons of special guests so they've had uh uh the guy that runs general joe's they've had the people that run coil con the people that run uh the canadian joe con so they get lots of amazing interviews and just really really well informed just like any of the other specialized podcasts really well informed fans doing a show all about gi joe so if you're interested in there, we've got links to their Podbean page. Or if you're not, you should be following General Joe's. He posts every new episode once it's up on his site. So definitely check it out. Uh, you know, they're, they're a new podcast. They're still coming into their own. The first few had some audio issues, some leveling and that kind of stuff that um, that could be improved. But they're they're really coming into their own. And considering, you know, there's five different Transformers-specific podcasts, there's 10 different Star Wars-specific podcasts out there, there's even a couple Masters of the Universe, it's nice that we finally have a Joe podcast where you have very uh, educated guests on there that can really let you know about some of the fandom that you've been missing. Um next up transformers we've been doing so much transformer news that i'd 
I really, there just wasn't anything kind of striking me, especially because the movie is dominating most of the non-toy news right now. I decided to interject a, a topic kind of related, but not really. Uh, so if you're not familiar with Groupon or Living Social or Daily Deals, any of these, these are, are sites that they have. They have... Uh, promotions so a, a daily deal for lack of a better word uh of of like you know 15 bucks for 30 bucks at this restaurant or blah 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 well these are a little bit different these they have a daily deal they're they're more like woot where um it's very geek centric so twisper does a lot of graphic novels they're very comic oriented but they'll also do statues action figures that kind of thing and then figure of the day is specifically toys so they have at least one toy a day and um, a lot of them are closeouts so they're you know ones that didn't do so well but they've had like the whole wave the canceled wave three of uh of rise of cobra vehicles that you could have found at ross or something like that but if you don't have a ross in your area what were you going to do so they're they're very reasonably priced you get free shipping on figure of the day twisper you get uh, a very reasonable deal and very reasonable shipping it's usually about three bucks when they do figures on there so we have a i actually linked to poe Gostel's article on this but uh the, we or i talked about these on the toy brick episode i did um back for botcon so about a about a month and a half ago um they're great sites i check them every day I follow them on Twitter, uh, especially figure of the day. If they sell out right away, they'll put up another deal or two. So it's very cool. Uh, make sure you're checking those out. It's going to, it, I foresee it as being great resources for canceled toys or, you know, toys that you may have skipped out on, but now they're a great deal, you know, kind of thing. And then last up, Masters of the Universe, new Masters of the Universe inspired Hot Wheels. <laughs> so Mattel's going to be doing what they're calling the Nostalgia line. And of course, their properties are going to be uh, going to be a main focus of this. So not only will it include Masters of the Universe, but it's also going to have DC, General Mills, and Hershey's. So Comic-Con, we're getting the Frankenberry Hot Wheel. <laughs> um, so it'll be interesting what else they're going to come up with. But we do have pictures of, um, of the new Masters of the Universe. So very, very vintage-esque packaging. I, I mean, do I, like that card art. Oh, yeah. It's gorgeous. Great like these, card. I'll be buying and leaving them on card. I think I'm just going to display them on a wall on card. Uh, first up is a 29 Ford pickup with Orco. So it's a little girly. It's a little cream and some pink on there. Uh, the next one will be a custom 77 Dodge van. And this is one of my favorites. You get uh, you get Battle Armor He-Man on the Battle art. Cat. 
well, no, but it's a little bit different because this is the regular He-Man oh. and this is battle armor. But oh. this was probably painted for the card art to make okay. it a little bit more vintage. And this was the actual art from back in the day. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. That is really cool. And then uh, you got a 49 Dodge COE. So this is kind of like a box truck. And this is this has the Eternia playset artwork on it, which is very cool. One of the hardest to find vintage collectibles. Come on. And then we get a 34 Ford sedan delivery. This is gorgeous. Oh. And I don't know if this is going to have other art, but this basically just features the Masters of the Universe logo on it. It should stay that way. <laughs> Another one of my favorites is a dairy delivery van. Card art's awesome. Yeah, so this has different card art. This has Skeletor on Battle Cat. And then the actual art on the toy is Skeletor and the Land Shark. And the Land Shark is is one of my, if not my favorite vehicle from the 80s. Um, Next up, you get a 59 Cadillac Funny Car. And this, I assume the art is up here. Like, I'm thinking that that's oh, maybe yeah, supposed to be... Oh, yeah, you can kind of see the... Lo- you like, it's supposed to be, like, Skeletor's head or something, you yeah, think, with the it, purple? Yeah, that's what it looks like. And then there looks like there's some art on the hood as well. Yeah. So, I'm interested to see what that turns out to be. Um, then we get a 57 Buick truck... And this is similar to the He-Man. This is the uh, Panther and Battle Armor Skeletor artwork on it. I love these rims, these old, like, solid disc rims on it. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, oh, that's just the same one. (laughs) I was going to say, lastly. Uh, So, yeah, these, these are awesome. And I'm hoping they're not the premium because some of the Hot Wheels can be like four or five bucks, you know, so they'd be a little iffy at four or five bucks. But so long as they're either the 99 cent up to like maybe three bucks a piece, I'll definitely be picking up all of these and maybe an extra to open each one of them because these are very cool. So definitely hit the show notes. Check that out. You know what we didn't do on the last break? Hmm. Get all the names ready for the contest (laughs) so sorry we're gonna go ahead and we're not actually gonna gonna take a technical difficulty yeah we're not gonna actually take a break so there's not gonna be a commercial or anything but we'll be right back and we're gonna draw the names for the sdcc personal shopper contest (laughs) i am rickar i am only good for one thing garbage All right, guys, we're back. We've got uh, everybody's name in the bowl here. So we've got Justin, Cliff, Steve, Jason, Jamie, and JD all entered in the contest here. So we've got names in a bowl. My hat's downstairs. All right, sweetie, here you go. Oh, it's uh, it's so so nervous. All right, Cliff, you are Yay! The, you are the personal Did he win last year? 
No, Sim won last year. Okay, so I just. <laughs> He's all, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so, Cliff, uh, please let us know what you would like. I know Cliff talked about the uh, Lost Indie Wave when we first heard about it at Toy Fair, so maybe that'll be his choice or maybe one of the Joes. Um, but let us know as soon as you can, um, it, uh, because we'll be headed out there a day after this is posted. So, and I try to knock out all of the toy buying as quickly as I, as possible. So congratulations, Cliff. Sorry, everybody else that didn't win. We wish you all could be winners. Yeah, JD, I'm sorry that you didn't win by default. Every, apparently, yeah, he was the first entry, our, and then we just got an onslaught, like, yeah. fucking couple days after that. So Apparently, our, our listeners are just like us and procrastinate to the very last minute. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which isn't a bad thing. It's, it's a great thing. We do the same thing. It's, we're awesome that way. <laughs> Uh, so let us know uh, what you'd like, Cliff, and we'll get that shipped out to you. Hopefully, we're going to do that. The uh, that's not recording. Uh, hopefully, we're going to do that the uh, Monday after the show. So, oh god, <laughs> all right, guys. Well, thanks for listening to another ridiculously ridiculously long Stop it! Everybody likes it. I don't give a shit. Shut up! Still going to complain. It's my show. I can complain. My show. Oh, okay. Well, since we're making it long, the one thing I did forget, and I can't <laughs> believe I forgot that I said this, what I got, and this is a this is a pre thirtieth birthday because my birthday's in a couple weeks. Slick got me an iPad, iPad, iPad. You're just lucky. I spent so much money on toys, and <laughs> that you don't like jewelry. If you like jewelry, or I like jewelry. Day. I just can't wear jewelry because I'm allergic to everything. Yeah, that's true. She's got to have like fucking titanium over here so it doesn't <laughs> react with her skin. But uh, yeah, I have an iPad. I told you, and it came. I told her a year ago. If 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 in a year, if you still haven't bought a tablet for yourself <laughs> and you still want one. I will get one for you. So. so that's the other thing that I got. So on that note, <laughs> thanks, everybody, for listening. Thank you for participating. In the contest. In and the don't contest. forget, we're, we're going to have the third annual SDCC Swag Away. We're going to be picking up lots of cool and free stuff from Comic-Con. So if you're interested in any of that, definitely fucking listen to our next show, our Comic-Con show. We'll be announcing details on uh, what it's going to take to enter that contest, and we'll be sending you lots of junk. Oh, God, he just loves to say that. It's like, that's the reason why we didn't have that many people enter. It's like, you're going to get a bunch of shit. Shit that we don't want. Yeah, we got to so have... Please take it. We, we got to have past winners. No, I get duplicates. So everything you get is shit that I wanted that's also. That's true. That is very um, true. But we got to have uh, past winners write in and say that it actually is pretty damn good shit. Yeah. You know. But anyways. All right, guys. Well, I've been slick. And I'm Mrs. McFavorite. See you sooner rather than later. Or later rather than sooner. Peace.